Welcome to the dark future. Welcome to Red Sky City. I'm Tormented by Gnomes. I'll be your game master today. Joining me, we've got Bren, we've got Necro, we've got Seltzer, we've got Hello Kelly Link. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, this is a, this is a, um, yeah. The series finale, it all comes down to this. I'm excited, but also yeah. I'm wondering, you know, in, in what way might we mess this up? <laughs> I, you know, given how differently this whole campaign has gone from my original plan, uh, I'd say that's a 100% open-ended question. <laughs> this is the series finale today for Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy, and I'd like to thank my players for accidentally destroying the conspiracy and unleashing an insane virus on the world <laughs> instead, because it really nicely wraps up that subtitle that we had going on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Killing it. Like, honestly, given the, given the vast nebulous scope of this gigantic corporate conspiracy, it, we could have gone, it could have taken years and years to, to root this thing out. But instead, you know, who would win? An omniscient council of vague overlords or one virusy boy? <laughs> the virusy boy, apparently. I mean, we don't know yeah. yet. We don't know. We're trying to not make that the case. Well... Anyways, uh, thank you to our audience for being with us. This is going to be a great adventure. We're going to get right into it. Our scene opens with Jerax back at the hidden bunker. Working on his cybernetics, working on preparation, doing additional research. And somebody rings you on your agent. You get a call at a rather unexpected moment from Gina, your old neighbor. Okay. I, uh, I answer. Jerax, is that you? Yep, hello. Hi, Gina, what's up? Uh, hi, do, do you still do patchwork for folks who are injured? Um, I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little bit preoccupied at the moment. And Jerax is just kind of leaning back, just trying to toss kibble into his mouth he's not really doing too much but yeah taking a bit taking a bit preoccupied oh, no I, I i understand uh, mr monarch put your spleen back in your abdomen please i think he's busy it might take him a little yes. while to see you the monarch did you say the monarch well i mean not just the monarch uh i've, I've also got the frizz and that nice reporter lady that you made friends with recently um and a lot of their blood isn't where it's supposed to be right now? Oh, Jesus. Okay, just give, give me the coordinates. Okay, uh, we're in your neighborhood, actually. We're a couple blocks away. They won't tell me exactly where, uh, but it's really close to our old place. Uh-huh, yep, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be up shortly. All right. As you head up to the surface level to the streets at a, a location of, of your choice, Gina rolls up. And if you play 2077, you know what Nomad rigs look like, right? They look like, you know, race cars that have been boosted and have, have roll cages and all sorts of, you know, armor on them. They're tricked out. Two Nomad vehicles are trolling through the combat zone. Gina and a few other members of her Nomad family hop out of the car and with them are the rest of the team. 
and they look like they have been through absolute hell. <laughs> Several of them are critically injured, close to death. The monarch literally has one hit point left and is swearing profusely. Right. Uh, yeah, I would just jump into action, I suppose. Doctor mode. All right. The last thing that Jerex was informed was that the rest of the team was heading out to the steel foundry outside of town, which is where the Iron Lotus, the terrorist organization to whom Jim Fingers and company sold the remnants of the Arasaka nuke, they're the ones who turned it into an EMP and were going to come fry Night City. Our heroes are just returning from that operation. Uh, Night City isn't nuked yet, so that's a good sign, but I will leave it briefly to them to bring you up to speed before we have a status update on what's happening next. Hmm. I want to run up to Jarex and put my hands on his shoulder and be like, you should have saw it, man. You should have saw it. I fried his brain. I fucked him up. It was amazing. Oh my gosh. It was so like, she's still on a high, man. She's so excited right now. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, and I was recording the whole thing. Oh my gosh. Oh, right. Yep. The world's about to end. Uh, you're, the your dead brother or well ah, don't worry what i just said about my that dead brother your dead brother yes that what, what more importantly him? uh where is he why why do you need to know um something about stopping Raish bartmas who's the person that actually started the rabbit ai which is what's killing everything and that's trying to start off the nuke so Ooh. that we need to uh he's the key that's what uh the the spider lady told us the key my my brother's mind is lost within the deep combat zone in some unknown database. Hmm. Huh. Well, it's a good point. But she was right about the Lotus having the E or well, I guess we knew about the Lotus having the EMP. I don't know. We don't really have many options. We need to do something quick. Well, I don't know what you want me to do. What, what, what you, you want me to rescue my brother immediately? I mean, I've been, I've been researching how how Soul Killer works. I, I have his, I have his old body, but there's there's no mind in there. Natalie pops out of the cockpit. She's been learning uh, a little bit more about the plane. She's like, "You have his body? I don't know. Is it like a tattoo or oh. something?" I, I, I want to clarify. The the flying vehicle is not with you. The flying oh. vehicle is exactly where you left it. The nomads picked you up as you stumbled away from the twisted, burning, molten wreckage. Came to assist and drove you all the way, leaving your very destroyed AV smoldering mm. outside of town. So what happened to the... Survive. Correct. Very much. You, you guys left in the AV. What happened to the AV? Natalie just kind of like shrinks to the back of the group. Went <laughs> on our agent. Okay, I'm sensing some weird vibes. Blew it up. Yeah. Say again. We, we we might have kind of blown it up. Right. Yep. Okay. I don't. Okay. I I stay put for one mission. One mission. <laughs> and Jared is just gonna turn away and just start ranting to himself. Like, I, 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 I leave them for one mission and I think it's going to be okay but let's, I mean and, I, and at the same time he's going to walk over to Monarch and start bandaging him to make sure that you know he doesn't die while we're all sat, ah, sat put here put me in the tube just put me in the tube yeah okay we'll get you into, we'll get you into the tube okay alright all right. go ahead Joe 
All right. So behind the scenes, Jim Fingers has been arranging things for you. You asked him to put you in touch with Hanako Arasaka a while ago to strike a deal. Well, the, the conditions of the deal have changed. The information you receive is thus. The heroes, the rest of the team, last time, they spoke with a very secretive Netrunner called the Recluse. The Recluse informed them. You guys were planning on going after Raish Bartmoss to get the source code for the rabbit's virus and a few other things along those lines. The Recluse informed informed you that there was a lost server that contains experimental programs designed to constrain hostile, unfettered AI. If that code can be retrieved, it's not just the key to stopping the rabbit's virus, it could be the cornerstone, the very foundation of the black wall. A digital defense that could see the net reborn. It could see an end to this period where every server has to be divided because of the rogue AIs. If the black wall can be successfully engineered and constructed, it would separate a usable internet for humanity away from the deep net of the wild AI. If you can bring this code to Netwatch, you could be heroes. You you could bring back the goddamn internet and stop this AI apocalypse that you've accidentally unleashed. However, Hanako Arasaka took Jim's call. She wants to make a deal. If you bring her that information, Arasaka will use it to stop the rabbits and make you and your team rich beyond your dreams. And Jerax, Hanako will share with you the research she's been doing into Soul Killer for all these years, for decades, since that bunker that you occupy was built, since the, the Hakuto Maru, the ship with the garden at sea was built. She's been studying Soul Killer all this time. Give her the cornerstone code and all that will be yours. Hmm. However, Ours. yes. However, Arasaka will then hold the key to bringing back the internet. And okay, what is this? Okay, so we do we know where the cornerstone is? Yes, because your brother took a, the job to go find this lost server from the most notorious fixer in all of Night City, mm. Mr. Jim Fingers. He's the one who sent him on the job in the first place. This is why he felt sorry for you. This is why he, you know, tried to make opportunities for you where he could because he felt guilty about what happened to Sean. So he does, in fact, know the exact location of the run of the server because he got the body back after all. Mm -hmm. It's underneath the old medical center in the hot zone. It is in a secluded room downstairs. The area is flooded. The area is radioactive. And making things worse, you're not the only ones looking for it. As Jim was digging up information about this site, he's found evidence that other people are looking for it as well. Probably Volyanov and Carlisle, some of the last surviving operatives of the Deep Six conspiracy that you're aware of. Hmm. So 
you know where you have to go. You have a couple of choices here. First off, you have to decide how long you're willing to wait before you go, because your team is injured. Not just the Monarch. The Monarch is so injured, he's off this run. He needs to just go into a deep sleep for a while. But Zara and the Frizz are heavily injured. They need time to heal. But the longer you wait, the closer Vodyanov and Carlisle are going to get to the cornerstone. You need to make that decision. You'll need to make some decisions about how you want to approach and get down there to that server. You'll need to decide what you're going to do when you get there. Are you going to go on an incredibly dangerous net run? Are you going to go into a server that has Soul Killer in it just to retrieve that piece of code that you need? Are you going to try to bring the whole several hundred ton server up with not hundred ton? That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, several hundred pound server with you out of the hot zone through debris and flooded tunnels and everything. If you're just going to go on a net run, are you going to bring enough server storage to try to take Sean Ashwater's engram with you? Mm. And once you get the cornerstone, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to give it to Netwatch? Are you going to give it to Arasaka? Do you have a third option? Right. A lot to consider. And and, mm -hmm. and the recluse said that Sean Ashwater is the key to to stopping this. Sean's mind is in the same server that has the code. Right. The Recluse does not have access. To, the Recluse doesn't know what's been going on inside that server all of these years that Sean's, you know, downloaded personality has been trapped there. Okay. All the Recluse knew is what was on that server in the first place. So we know there's going to be a fight. We've got to prep for net running. We've got to prep for radiation, flooding, all sorts of threats. We have to decide who to give it to as well. Do we want to give it straight to Netwatch or do we want to try and crack the deal with Arasaka? Um, what did what did Jarex's efforts turn up in terms of Soul Killer? Does would he know how to place a mind into a body, and what technology would would he require to do it if he does? That research is still incredibly, incredibly complex. I would like you to make a cybernetics role, um, a science role, and maybe an interface role, unless you can think of a different skill. And this is, again, this is to go off the research you've been doing this whole time. Yeah. Can I help him? Yes, you can help him. Uh, go ahead and talk it over, combine the skills that you'd like to use together. I think I need assistance. I mean, cybertech, I'm pretty good with. Mm -hmm. um science i'm okay with i don't have science and interface i'm not very good with i could definitely help you with that but maybe i could get away with using a um like a medicine check is you are so badly injured that any checks you make right now will be at minus two okay um would you let me use some some form of medical checks Joseph? I'd allow I'd allow that. Um, instead of the interface? Okay. You will need someone to do interface because it is a net running question. But the frizz can do that. It will be at minus two. Hmm. What what's your interface? Is this metagaming to ask? I don't know what you're I'm assuming you're better than me at I recently net running. leveled up my ability as a net runner, but let's just say I'm a little bit incapable right now. I, if it was on a scale, I would say it's at a three right now. You know, just oh. throwing the number out there. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Huh. 
That's very similar to mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's five usually, but negative two right now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you need a Cybertech roll, Joe, as the first mm -hmm. part. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here it goes. 17. Jonah's also uh, limping around. He's got a broken leg. He's not complaining about it. That wouldn't be, you know, his way. But mm -hmm. when, uh, whenever you, you get a chance with this, it makes me bad at my job. All right. Let, let's... Should we make our way to the bunker before I continue the rest of the rolls and get everybody? You've been doing this research for a while, so okay. I'll, I'll let you make whatever rolls you want to make now, and then you can decide who else is going to contribute. And then the second roll was a science check. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to use one. Wait, should I use a luck now? I'm sure you won't need it for anything I else. I think I'll need it. I'll later. save the luck for now. Um, the interface check is annoying. Because I don't have... Oh, whatever. I'll just roll it. Well, let's let's make a decision here. Oh, you're going for it? All right. Uh, I, just, All right. I just rolled it. I didn't... But I, as you mm. said, let's wait a second. It was already rolling. <laughs> so I didn't have a chance to take it back. Okay. Well, that's not... I mean... The frizz may have something to contribute, and you've been doing this research for a long time, especially in the background. But let's talk about health. You have one last mission to go on. Mm -hmm. I mean, not for your characters, obviously. I'm sure they would love to go on many more missions or get fabulously rich and retire. But you as a party have one last mission to go on. It is going to take you, with cryostasis, four days to heal up to full. Remember, one day of, of normal rest, you heal your body in hit points. One day of cryo rest, you heal twice your body in hit points. Jarex will have to make some checks in order to operate the equipment, but that is his, despite his uh, cyber ninja hacking ways, that's his actual specialty. So I think you're in good hands. But again, even with that, I did the math earlier. And if my math checks out, if you want to go in this with full health, you need to give four days. And that is a lot of time for Vodianov and Carlisle to go digging. And you know Vodianov has the equipment to go digging. Hmm. I can hear you. Wow. You can hear I'm you on Discord. I'm not listening in VMAX. Mm. I see what chat Essentially, says. What's... Uh, what Rachel was saying is that they could play the part of the bad guys in every single adventure movie, wait for the rest of the people to do all the work to get to the magical MacGuffin, <laughs> and then swoop in at the last minute. As you see, Mr. Vodianov, there's nothing you possess that I cannot take away. It's the villain <laughs> plot is what I'm going for. Is that doable for us? Why not? We could. Yeah, that's one option. Okay, so we need to decide, the first thing we need to decide is how long we want to heal for. How injured is everybody? I'm at six. Oh my god. <laughs> Do we have enough tubes where we'd all be able to sleep, like, at the same time? Yes, actually. This bunker is equipped with eight cryo tubes, one of which is currently <laughs> occupied by uh, Sean Ashwater's body. And I think you've got four others. You, you didn't get rid of any of the Arasaka employees who are in cryostasis. So you have three spare cryotubes down here. How can Plus the ones that Jarex gets for being a med tech. Hmm. Plus Monarch, right? I think we should at least rest for a day 
and possibly ask Jim Fingers to do some surveillance on the area that we know um, to find out what the, uh, you know, what's going on, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe look to calling in a couple of favors. Maybe maybe getting a couple of the couple of the gangs. Maybe we could organize like a gang war on the on the on the premise on the site. Just just happen to have a uh, a large scale conflict for the combat zone. Yeah, the exact location. Possibly, and then we essentially use the chaos as like uh, under the under the cover of the chaos. We infiltrate a building and go into the basement, and we are you. I mean, effectively, we should be pretty free to. To do whatever we want but i i think a day is fine for now and we can play it by ear and see what the surveillance from jim fingers brings up and then we can decide to just end the healing early right mm -hmm. so i think you have to that, do it in one day increments but yes you can do that yeah i think that sounds wise because i don't need healing i mean i've been sat at home i was on 30 but i should be on 35 because i've just been chilling presumably um so real quick for the injured parties in the party do some math and let me know how many days it will take for you to be above half health. Because while you're below half health, you have penalties on your skill checks. And we're doing um, it at cryo tube. That's double body. Double body. Cool. Two days for me. One. Both Wait. of my characters are currently above half health. Sweet. How do you, I'm sorry, how do you calculate this? So you recover one, your whatever your body score is, that's how many hit points you recover on a day of rest. And while sleeping in a cryotube, that speed is doubled. So would that be under armor? Nope, that'll be one of your main stats along the top. Oh, 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 I see. I see what you got there. Um, <laughs> uh, two days. Okay, so the injured members of the party need at least two days of full cryo sleep. Now, Jim Fingers can definitely do some surveillance for you during that time. Uh, so do we want to go ahead and do this one day at a time? Does anybody have any objections or questions before we proceed with that? Can I, oh, before I go into the cryo tube, can I send out like a message to all of my students and to any netrunners out there that they fucking owe me right now for saving their livelihoods? And that if anyone <laughs> wants to help us against the rabbits, just kind of like, you know, just throwing out, maybe there's netrunners out there that have some, some kind of idea of what's going on or some help before I hop into the cryo tube. Okay, okay, I like that. That's good. Uh, I think I can figure out what to do with that. Anyone else got anything else? Yeah, I mean, I'm asking a lot of Jim, but I would definitely say if he can pull... He's been trying to work on his coalition, right, to mm -hmm. control a lot of combat zones. Using mm -hmm. those connections to try and essentially disrupt, like, obviously Volyanov is probably bringing in digging equipment, and then he's got a crew mm -hmm. working on that, but they have to go home at some point. So making it so that there's these gang wars that happen, you know, from, the, from late at night into the early mornings to disrupt a lot of mm -hmm. their schedule would be pretty beneficial to us i think i don't know i'm asking a lot of jim here but he's got he's a pretty good operator so all right yeah he's an excellent operator now do you want him to just mess with the operation and slow them down no matter what i do we want them to just dig all the way hmm find we want to encourage them to find the MacGuffin as soon as possible. And is there a chance if we empower them too much, are they going to find it before we're mobile? 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm worried about, that they're going to get to the end point, you know? Um, I, think, I think we disrupt them, and we try and cause havoc, to be honest, rather than letting them get to the end. That's my, All right. that's my takeaway on it. I don't know if you guys agree. Yeah, who do they get along with least? They still have some contention with the bozos, right? We could always... Like, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of different point. gangs that you could, like, hire to, to be like, hey, go here. We need you to attack this, attack that, you know? Josh's whole uh, goal that he came up with was to be the new head honcho of the combat zone by working, pulling the strings and working all the different gangs against each other. So that's right up his alley. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do one day of rest. So everybody who's, who is going into cryo, I need Jerax to roll med tech checks for each of them. Oh my God. Med a medical tech check for each person going into cryo. So how many people are going in? That's... Can we eject the bodies that are taking up space in the other ones? I don't we don't need to. I mean, they'll die. <laughs> we only have three tubes. <laughs> the only oh two God. people oh, need to be cryo. You have some more because Jarex gets some for for his class. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, I'm still wounded. I'm just not on death's door. You're like, can I we mean... just throw out these bodies anyway? Like, can we just toss them? <laughs> I don't know if you've no. met Natalie yet, but <laughs> let me out. <laughs> just sure kidding. He's part of Deep him. Four now. <laughs> yep. We could, yeah, I mean, I, we have enough tubes for everyone, right? So we got, we need five for Monarch and Jonah and, and everybody else. Yeah, I mean, is anybody, Rachel, do you need to go in or are you going to be able to heal up just with natural healing? No, I need to go in, at least for Natalie. Um, mm -hmm. Jonah, ideally, but no. So it, Jonah can sit out if we don't have support. Yeah, no, I, you definitely have it. All right, give me five medical five tech Five medi-tech rolls? Okay. Surgery, has anybody suffered, had their hands blown off or anything like that? Jonah's leg's broken. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to need a surgery check for Jonah. Oh, my God. All right, well, that's the first one, 16. You're good. 19. You're the best at what you do. 20. You're a legendary surgeon. 21. <gasps> You could never possibly get a single thing wrong. Eight! Oh, no! It works! God damn it! Beating the universe always works. Oh, man. Uh, who was the last person to get in the tube? You want to roll for it? <laughs> yeah, you can do some RNG. Oh, All right, no. uh, there are five people getting in. Uh, Just roll a 1d5. All right, everybody, everybody who's hopping in the tube, roll 1d10. Everyone roll 1d10 and Natalie do it twice. Jonah, this is for Natalie. Frizz, roll again and add 10. Oh, dang, can we crit on this? That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, why not? Ooh. And you know, we're missing, we're missing one. Let me take care of our, our man here. Monarch again. Oh, it's a tie yeah. between the Monarch and you know what? Because it's <gasps> funny, it's gonna be the monarch. No. <laughs> no. So the monarch, essentially what happens is, and Jerax has no idea that this has transpired. The monarch's cryotube is set too cold. It's set way too cold. So on the one hand, he's perfectly preserved 
he's completely stable. On the other hand, his biological functions have been slowed down so much that he's not actually healing at all. <laughs> so he's just gonna wake up still in like unless it, it gets caught later. And because Alex isn't with us today, he's just gonna be on ice indefinitely <laughs> until we get back to him because that's funny. Uh, that is funny. Wow. All right, uh, everybody else, rec recover double, recover double oh. your body score in health. I gotta do a surgery roll, right? Yes, you gotta do a surgery roll to fix Jonah's poor, poor, broken body. Wow, that was a crit fail. I think you might have passed that even with a crit fail. Holy moly. Wow. Again, among the many, many, many things that you do, being a surgeon is actually one you're really good at. Yeah, that's pretty good. Let me verify. Yeah, nope, that clears it. You are <laughs> tripping all over yourself. You might have gotten a little bit numb from over-chilling the monarch, but somehow you still get through it just fine. Yeah, uh, chat, if anybody shops what face into carbonite, I will love you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so after one day, everything is eerily quiet. Jim knows that you guys are being watched. You guys are being followed but he hasn't seen any sort of movement from Carlisle and Vodyanov. He gets the feeling they might be doing the same thing. It might be everybody watching each other, waiting for someone else to make the first move. Okay, that's good for us, though. Like, mm -hmm. the more time... It buys you time. Yeah, it buys us time. Is there a way we can confuse this process further, then? Could we possibly... I don't know, impersonate a company and then hire Volyanov to dig at this very site to get him to force work to be started so by the time we're healed, we could just take it. That is an excellent idea and something that with your skill set, you'd be uniquely suited to do if it wasn't for the fact that you are currently a meat popsicle. It's true. We're not like <laughs> thawing for like a daily wrap or anything. Like <laughs> nope. <laughs> You're just on ice until you come out. Uh, so Jim is going to start getting, pulling the various strings, getting double or nothing, getting Sixth Street online, getting the iron sights online, uh, stirring up trouble with the Reckoners to see if they can be aggravated into, you know, just throwing, pouring a little gas, but not lighting the match just yet. Do you want to take a second today? I did have a quick question about Jonah. Jonah's actually, he's clear to pop out because he could just do a, a daily rest to get back to full HP now. And he's sort of mm -hmm. my protege. And I feel like taking initiative is something that I have been vocal about appreciating. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he would have those skills to do exactly those things. Well, look at his skills and see what he's got. He's got so much with the language and interrogation or just torch. He's actually not got a lot of that. You know what? No. Sorry. <laughs> he has a unique <laughs> set of skills. And none of those really lend themselves to filing TPS reports. All right, everyone taking a second day? Yeah. Yes. Go ahead and heal once again, double your body in health. And at the end of the second day, Jim reports moving equipment is heading towards the location he knows, the abandoned medical district, where he knows the server is located. Vodyanov and Carlisle are on the move. Yeah, on the move. Mm-hmm. 
they didn't see you guys doing anything they're making their play they're bringing in construction equipment they're bringing in hired guards and security because they are operating in the combat area so they're going to start digging they're going to start drilling can we execute our little maneuver yeah uh, i'm going to roll a roll an operator check for mr fingers That's like Ten. bad, isn't it? It's pretty tragic. It's pretty tragic. Do you want him to use all of his luck since he's going to be off camera the how rest much, of the how time? How much luck does he have? <laughs> Two. Yeah, I think so. Might as well. All right. All right. That it, he's going to start slowing everything down. Uh, they're going to encounter resistance during setup process. They're going to get raided overnight. Um, little attacks here and there gear being sabotaged, people being disappeared from the construction site. That is going to delay them, but not as much as he would like. They brought as, they put all their chips on the table. This is their last resort. The conspiracy they relied on for resources is completely down. They're just digging up their last few buried, you know, hidden reserves of cash and weaponry and calling in their favors to make this happen. So it's a bit of a struggle. It's a bit of a struggle, but they have bought you some time. Are you taking a third day? I don't think we should ready to roll personally i think we need to buy some equipment and come up with a game plan okay get shopping yeah um grenades we all like grenades i think love grenades. Ga gas grenades EMP jonah grenades. hesitates when you mention grenades okay <laughs> what what happened jonah <laughs> we don't have to talk about it actually we're too busy we're doing a, we're doing a very important i prefer not to thank yeah, you it's okay um grenades grapple gun fuel Ooh, grapple gun stuff um yes. lead lined scuba suits don't know how that is to get yeah how do we avoid the radiation lead lined scuba suits look, i think i'm gonna look that up Seems uh, right. frizz yeah your your followers your social media support your subscribers and uh, patrons. My students. Whoa, 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 whoa. She's not an influencer. She's a teacher, okay? <laughs> Goodness. Uh, roll 1d6 for me real quick. At one. Fat That's one. what I wanted, right? Uh, you are going to get 500 eddies nice. worth of programs. Ooh. So you have a 500 eddy budget, and it, it's not people sending you, you know, tips and bits on, uh, on on the garden. It's people actually sending you the code and the programs that they've got, shipping them to you for your run. Aww. So go ahead and arm yourself up with that. Uh, I was answering another question when we brought that up, and now my brain... Oh, radiation, right. Uh, buy other stuff, look at the equipment list, and get ready as fast as possible while I look up radiation protection, okay? Yeah. We, we could just get some iodine pills, right? That helps, I think. Like a preventative measure, yeah. Like a little bit, if you're like kind <laughs> of in the air. Radiation suit costs a thousand eddies. Found it. Oh. A thousand eddies for what? A radiation suit. But uh, okay. I do not have enough for that. Or a modified scuba suit, one way or another. A thousand eddies. Um, mm -hmm. can we sell our scuba suits and buy radiation? Yeah, you could do that. Okay, never mind. Can I sell a, a story? Suit. While while we're sitting around, because I feel like mm, 
I gotta talk about the Iron Lotus. Like, I, I gotta talk about the EMP that almost went off. So under normal circumstances, I'd say, no, you need a whole week, but this is the last episode and it's more dramatic this way. So <laughs> yeah, roll, uh, roll 1d6 and then give me a composition roll. Can, on top and of that, a... can I give uh, uh, Zara the video that I have of the guy admitting that Arasaka was the cause of all of this and how they killed all the people before he threw him <gasps> off of the ship? Okay, you can, but are is the team planning on making a deal with Arasaka later? Because that could, you know, not be great. I don't want to make a plan with Arasaka, and I'm just talking to Zara. Well, all right. Mm. It may not be the worst time to bring this up mm. in the first place. Um, mm. But yeah, Zara, give me 1d6 and give me a composition roll and give me a, I think you have reputation or credibility. Credibility, you got yeah. wait, no. No. Yes. Okay. Uh add five hundred eddies. Yeah. What you're nice. able to do in short notice. And are you gonna go ahead and just flat out sell that footage of Liam Madras confessing literally everything? Uh you know what? I feel like we should hold on to it until after. I trust you. No, I'm, I'm giving it to you and I'm gonna trust whatever you wanna do with it, but like you're the person that can get the most out of this story. Cool, thank you. Yeah, I'll hold, I'll hold on to the footage and, and I, will, I will keep it uh, under, under safe wraps for a larger composition at the end of the show. <laughs> All right, go ahead and add that to your inventory. Does anything else I need to be tracking, team, while you're doing your shopping? Uh, quick question about, we're going to, to pick up some large amount of data, potentially, um, mm -hmm. a, a few. can we just sort of like run a cable or do we need to like bring in like our own hard drive? Depends on what you're looking to extract. If you are looking to just extract the, you're going to need a hard drive. You're going to need like a sizable hard drive. And if you want to pull, oh, you know what? Can I get an, that interface check from the frizz up with uh, soul killer research 14 that's actually really good for an interface role because okay. you don't get to add anything to that okay jerax here's what you've been researching this basically since the campaign began uh you have seen and experienced things that nobody else in living memory has come across you've you know been to the garden you've dealt with the hakuna maru you've had access to hanukkah Osaka's notes Ichiro was uploaded into a frame that could not properly contain his personality. You think you could transport. You have not mastered how to download someone into a body yet. But you do think you could create a neural framework, a neural hard drive that would allow you to safely transport and store Sean's personality. Hmm. without compression issues, without the weirdness that happened with the garden, without any of that. How long, what would it require? Uh, give me a thousand eddies and you've been working on this for a while. This is sort of the culmination of your research, all these roles you've been doing. I will let that tie into this, but it's gonna cost a thousand eddies worth of stuff. Uh, yeah, okay. Absolutely. All right. So you have a, a neural drive. Okay, I love that. 
And how big is room, it? It is... It's like 8 by 11 and 2 or 3 inches thick. It's like a really small briefcase. Right, okay. And then there's other data on the drive beneath this hospital that we're going to need to extract and, and take away also. Is there a way to just get like two of these? It would take you another thousand, but again, this is designed to hold a, a whole ass personality, right? A personality in a box. If you're just looking to carry other types of data out, I think the frizz has has uh, storage, has portable storage. Yeah. And then do you have a way to wipe it after we take everything, frizz? To wipe what, the servers? Like, yeah, so nobody else can access the data that we'll just be pulling off there. Well, it'll only be whoever has access to the server rack then. And if it's a physical rack that doesn't have, hopefully, like Wi-Fi attached to it or anything, they'd have to like hard jack in. Okay, so we go in, we download Sean's personality, we download all the other data that we need, and then we just set fire to the server rack. So not mine, but yeah. I think well, that- Well, not yours now. Well, uh, do we know if just, I mean, destroying a server rack isn't gonna destroy the, the rabbit AI, it's spread everywhere now. It's not just- uh, If the rabbits have reached this buried server, then you guys are in trouble. Okay. It shouldn't have, it's not Wi-Fi connected. It's, it's kind of like, um, it's almost like Deep Four or one of those other you have to hard plug into. It's not modern. It's not from the current era. It's from the era before. So you'd have to actually jack into it. So hopefully it's buried underneath tons of rubble and stuff. Hopefully it's safe. Aside from the fact that it has Soul Killer in it. And Miss Frizz, just in case you have an encounter with Soul Killer, is the stuff you download on your personal item, like, that's not linked to your biological function, right? Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, my cyber deck, everything that I have, it's all interconnected. If it gets downloaded, I'm dead. But you know, I've kind of already accepted that we're probably gonna die here. But if we're able to take this down, I'm gonna go down as one of the best net runners in the old history. So I'm okay with that. Sure, sure, sure. But are you also going to take all our information with you if you die? Definitely, yes. That will also happen 100%. That's just a sacrifice you guys are going to have to take. I think I'm also going to bring a portable hard drive. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess I most of my memory things I keep in, like, memory chips. So those would be, mm -hmm. like, saved. They would be, like, easily protected unless they're, like, plugged into me. But... Yeah. yeah. Whenever, whenever they're not actually connected, it's just like having a flash drive. Yeah. You know, your flash drive with Word.exe on it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So we need grenades, grapple, grapple fuel, um, and do we do we want to just try and pretend to be construction workers to get in without any no fire in, or do you? I don't know. What do we That's a good do? idea, because then we can wear hard hats with lights, and we can skate right by most of Old Enough's people. I don't know how locked down their, their crew is. Um, do we? What What does the surveillance from Jim? What did that throw up regarding that? They are pretty suspicious. They are well armed. They mm. are shooting people on sight. Okay. Uh, they, they basically just moved in. They secured the location. They set up a perimeter, and if they see anybody, they're just shooting them. Okay. 
probably not able to do that. What is what? Okay, what about the? How about we do it like we did when we were infiltrating the bozos? Then is there any underground sewer system? Any anything that we could use to get underneath them as opposed to going above ground? Yeah, uh, according to old maps and layouts of the city, there are utility tunnels and paths that you could take. However, Jim has no idea which of those are blocked, which of those are flooded, what the level of danger is. Uh, that being said, if you can navigate them, it's going to be dangerous. But if you can navigate them, then you might be able to sneak in. I think that might be the better option because above ground, it sounds like they are just shooting everyone. So we'd have to fight our way through. Um, but yeah. Maybe using like the tunnel systems would be better. Yeah, those would be long established, right? Like I could potentially do a library search through like old published stuff to see what the system's like. Yeah, absolutely. It basically, the more you guys can do in terms of prep work or bringing gear, the less dangerous it's going to be. Uh, there, there are a few different approaches. The underwater tunnels. If you want to give me a library search, we can get to work on that. And while this is going on, folks, be looking at the equipment, be buying stuff because we, we want to hit the. Uh, hit the op in like the next 15 minutes mm -hmm. 17 okay you've pulled some really excellent old municipal records of the pathways and obviously it's not up to date with collapses and such but it's going to give you a really really great framework and if anybody in the team has architectural knowledge or something that could help you predict which areas are going to be uh, flooded irradiated etc if you have a skill set that could help with that that would go a long way right now would they also be running any sort of like electrical wires down there where like if we're near live ones, we'd be able to tell if we're moving towards like a generator or a source that's on like it's the a hospital, area, right? So. Yeah, but it's a hospital that has been abandoned ever since the bomb went off. So it's definitely not active. There's no utilities reported operational there. It's one of the least recovered areas in the hot zone. But it would have like wiring along the maybe sewer walls hopefully that we could kind of yeah. follow to okay it's more than just yeah, like that's, that's the, the water down there mm -hmm. trying to find um trying to find grenades can't find them yeah they're listed a little bit oddly they're actually under ammunition oh what the hell is that um we should get flashlights probably if we're all gonna be underground Mm -hmm. will want light. now you guys have light uh flashlights from your last op i believe oh, so you can take the monarchs and just pass those around you guys use flashlights on your last op all right so a armor piercing grenade or an incendiary grenade is 100 eddies per grenade 100 eddies per grenade okay can i same with flashbangs go ahead can i sell items back to make back that money uh, just this once because you have a really good fixer and it's the last episode. Yes, normally they'd be haggling. You'd get partial price, etc., etc. But yeah. Okay, cool. That flame My popular demand. Sorry. I'm sorry. My popular demand. Uh, can Jonah bring Stella with or without Monarch's <laughs> permission? Uh, didn't Stella die in the oh, last mission? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot Stella... of Stellas he was bragging about, or like. No, I don't know. We should yeah. at least. And under normal circumstances, launcher. you, if you can, if you can get Golden Boy on the line to give permission, then yes. Otherwise, he is the meat popsicleist of the meat popsicles. <laughs> I 
Okay. I bought two flashbangs with my remaining right. money. Does anybody else have any research they want to do on the tunnels? On the flooded tunnels um, along the way in? Does yeah. have breathing gear? And is, who's buying radiation gear? Is there schematics available online at all? Seltzer got the schematics. Oh, okay. My apologies. My apologies. All good. Then, you were focused on other stuff. Make sure your programs are up to snuff. You may be going toe to toe with Soul Killer. Oh, yeah. Jonah and I got radiation suits, and it's cool because they had this mm -hmm. deal where you buy two and you get this lead lined bag for your hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, would I be aware of Soul Killer? Is that the way? Is it um, processed? Like, would we face each other the same way that I would face up against a Black Ice or a Netrunner? Like, what are the stats that I'm, like, going mm -hmm. up against it for? Okay. Uh, normally, the way that Soul Killer is administered is if you have a neural link, they just plug you into it, and it just eats your brain. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, roving versions of Soul Killer, like, if you net run in, it is going to function largely like just the nastiest Black Ice program you've ever met. Okay, cool. Thank you. And uh, it, it may break some of the normal rules of black ice, but for the most part, programs that help you in one situation will help you in the other. You think that it might be possible to outrun, it might be possible. But one last thing you need to be aware of, this is gonna be old net architecture. This is not gonna be modern net architecture. This is gonna be a fully simulated virtual environment that you're, you will be entering into. Ooh, exciting. And while you're connected to a thing like that, you can't, it's not, alt, it's not augmented reality. When you're in the old net, you can't see meat space. Ooh. It's like being plugged into the matrix. Ooh, okay, cool. While we still have some time, would mm -hmm. it make any sense for me to do some sort of small blog post looking for help uh, against Vodunov and co? Uh, I can only assume that this guy has a ton of enemies. I might know mm -hmm. some of them, and it might be helpful to have a couple extra pairs of pants or equipment mm. or something. Uh, what do you What do y'all think? Yeah, maybe organize idea. like a protest outside during the day, and yeah, bring a lot of media coverage so they can't be shooting people. Bring some Bring some hired guns in to, to help us out. What do you, what do you think? Should, I, should right. I put the net out there? Here's what I'm going to let you do. I really like that idea. I'm going to let you pick a skill that adequately explains what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And you can either try to get support in the form of equipment, gear, information, or chaos. You can have people show up and have enemies show up and mess with his op. So do you want info? Do you want gear? Or do you want chaos? Pick and then pick a skill and make a roll. All right. What do you, what do you all think? I, I think in chaos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ladder. Yes, I think so. I'm thinking yeah. chaos. Yeah. Let's. Can I do local night expert of Night City? Um, I want to basically find people that are his enemies and have them go in and 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 tell them exactly where they are. I got just the thing. Give me a local expert check. <laughs> oh my god, it's Batman. Okay, so. Vodyanov does a lot of business with the Thales, is it the Thales or the Thales, with the ocean-faring nomad nation. They, you know, he sort of has his roots in shipping and transit. 
Is he a Russian pirate? I mean, these days, that's sort of a hard distinguishment to make. He's a businessman. He's got his fingers mm -hmm. in a lot of pies, but he does a lot of business with the nomads. The conspiracy that he is part of was trying to shut down the nomads and stop them from transporting. They literally had documented routes and figuring out where they could hit the nomads the hardest. Jim Fingers has been looking over these routes to figure out what to do with this information. So it's a really easy uh, thread for you to connect to give that information into the hands of the nomads and make his life a living hell. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. All right, cool, <laughs> cool. So a, a scathing review goes out and it starts getting posted and transmitted throughout the various nomads, including Gina, who is an old friend of the rest of the team and was delighted to meet you, gave you guys a ride out of the desert. And so now uh, folks in the Aldecalos are angry, folks in the Thedas Nation are angry, and they are going to be showing up at the dig site, finding their supply lines, cutting them off. Chaos assured. That's going to buy you time and it's going to slow their responses. What else would you like to do before we go in? Any other information about the tunnels? Any other gear? Go ahead and just make all your per like while what? I'm talking or someone else is talking, make your purchases. Get her done. One, I'm pretty much done for purchases, but d double or nothing. The the vigilante mm -hmm. group that was roaming around. Are they still about? The last time I saw them was at um, what's it called? The uh, Totentons. Yes, Totentons. Uh, double or nothing is one of. Jim Finger's closest co-conspirators and has been doing ops with the Monarch while the Monarch was away. Uh, I would reach out to Double or Nothing and mm -hmm. say, "This, there's no, I don't have an ulterior motive here. Um, I don't have anything to win or gain other than something very personal, personal to me. Uh, but everything that we've been working towards and stopping the corporations and the corruption and uh, a lot of the issues that is plaguing, it's culminating right here. I give it a date, I give it a time, I give it a place. And uh, and I'll say the exact people who are involved, they're digging up something and they're trying to use it for their own nefarious means. Roll reputation check, Jerax. I have some reputation. Ooh. Yes, 17. you do, a 17. Okay. That's uh, you're not just making a per persuasive argument. You're basically laying it all out on the line. Yeah. So, okay. So you've arranged for Double or Nothing and her crew to show up at the dig site. You've arranged for the nomads to be ambushing them around the edges. Uh, you've put Vodyanov and Carlisle in a really, really rough position. You've got a schematic of the old tunnels underneath. So you can try to figure out which of them is going to be flooded, irradiated, etc. What else are you going to do before we go in? I'm all set. Uh, yeah. I don't really know what else I'm missing. I, but I say that and I know we're going to get into it and there's going to be something obvious that we are missing. But I'm, I think I'm finished. I'm bringing a couple of things from like random other missions. I'm bringing the pocket amplified sound thing from that time we were in the club. I'm bringing um, the from prison. The club. Uh, I'm bringing the poison and uh, neurotoxins, but I want to purchase an aerosol herb, which is something that I lacked last time. All right, I'll look that up. I could, yeah, I didn't, it, there wasn't a thing for it, but if I like a Windex bottle is what I'm kind of hoping for here. <laughs> Maybe like a old poison. like 
Yeah, like a bod bottle. Uh huh. Also, I have a note a from uh, the monarch that I do have the blessing to give Jonah Stella, so that's a, a medium. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. If the monarch is signed off from inside his carbonite tube, then yeah, Jonah can bring Stella. That's uh, 10 points of deployable cover. All right, I'm going to look up the actual explanation for how the deployable poison works, but for the time being, give me 200 eddies. Deal. I am down to 400 eddies. Great. Uh, you essentially have 20 rounds of deployable poison. I, I can't find the breathing apparatus anywhere. Or a I might have made that up. Well, no, oh, it's okay. uh, the anti-smog breathing mask. Well, how are we? Didn't we need to like worry about the water systems and being able to breathe underneath there? Mm -hmm. Couldn't find anything about that, unless it's just a scuba suit, which we have, right? Then yes, I mean that does let you breathe underwater. That is what that's designed to do. And for an, an extra thousand, you can have a radiation suit. You will be like not the most mobile underwater, but you will be able to function. What if I don't want the whole scuba suit? I just want the the breathing apparatus. I mean, I know it. If you already is... have the scuba suit, you can dissect it. Okay, you can cool. dissect it. Is where Chet Hunter would come in handy, but you know, mm. it is what it is. And one last question about the net running. Um, let's say that it, it I'm allowed to do like damage to a program or damage to a net runner. That's gonna both of those would count towards the Soul Killer program. No, Soul Killer is a program. Soul okay. Killer is absolutely a program. So that's perfect. Honestly, that... that fits for me. I'll take that. <laughs> effects that target netrunners work by messing with the deck. It's a specific thing about the way that a deck is coded mm -hmm. to hurt somebody's meat brain. And because Soul Killer and even an AI, if you encounter like a digitized personality, effects that kill netrunners still won't work on them because they have no meat body to be killed. Okay, cool. Thank you. That honestly, that's very, it, it works really well with the story. It's perfect. <laughs> okay. Anything else, team? Any last minute recon or preparation for the watery tunnels? How, yeah, I think I need a breathing mask. Because I, I spent like all my money getting a radiation suit. Mm -hmm. And I'm broke. What is the exchange rate of, ins uh, of armor piercing bullets breathing mask <laughs> you can have my 400 eddies posterity <laughs> all right then that's that's enough cash in that 400 and you've okay. got underwater breathing equipment thank you <laughs> i'm interested in us surviving so. <laughs> all right Perfect. now I'm, now i'm ready <laughs> anything else team I, my nose my internal nose cyberware that's mm -hmm. That's just poisons, right? That doesn't help me breathe underwater. Yeah, it, it doesn't extract oxygen. You cannot extract oxygen from water through your nose. But your yeah, nose does I not guess. do hydrolysis. Yeah, that's that's kind of silly. But my that's eye... That's the next package up. My eyes can see in low light conditions. So if I had to do some mm -hmm. diving and with a limited amount of air, I could, I wouldn't be like struggling to see where to go next. I could, I could see clearly out of my cyber eye. Yes. Uh, okay. Except except for like, you know, muck. It's not yeah. muck proof, it's not x-ray yeah. vision, but okay. for light, you're covered. Okay. Cool. Alright, everyone good? 
I think so, but I know we're not. This is just what you get for not actually being a covert operative in real life, Bren. Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. I know. The fact that you've asked us three times in a row definitely makes me think that we're forgetting something. But yeah, let's I go. Know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to make sure that library everyone... search for easily missable, obvious things we should bring on this. You know, like things is that there... you forget on a camping trip, but for this. Is there a listicle for sneaking into the combat zone? I feel like if there was anything on future internet, there would be that. Like BuzzFeed's yeah. still yeah. chugging them out. <laughs> mm. Honestly, yes. I learned how to disarm the robot dog from them, so. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cyberpunk dystopias. All right. So it's honestly not that far from your apartment. Your apartment is on the very edge. Well, the ruins of your apartment and the sea, the location of your secret bunker is right on the edge of the old medical center, Little China and Old Japantown. So you are able to push your way through the ruins and the rubble, but this is again a covert op. The combat zone is hot. There's a lot of activity going on. It's been stirred up by Vodianov and Carlisle. They're hired goons and they're digging equipment, they're drilling equipment. There's constant sounds of gunfire. There's uh, combat gangs abducting people on the street. The rabbit's virus has still not been contained, so information flow is disrupted. Uh, local services are disrupted, and you have to find your way using the, the tunnel map that you have that's going to help you avoid most of being on the surface, but it is going to be dangerous down here. And as you descend into the streets with your gear ready to go, your comm links all hooked up to each other so you can talk, your rad suit's on. Does everybody have a rad suit? Does anyone not have a rad suit? Me. I don't have a rad suit. Okay, noted. All right. The first challenge is just finding your way through the darkness. Even with the tunnel maps, there's areas of collapse and... Uh, rubble and muck and it's going to be difficult to get through. Could I get a perception check from everybody unless somebody has a different idea? Ooh. Holy Ooh. smokes. Oh my god, you guys are so... Solid. Solid all around. Solid all around. Okay. Uh, have any of you ever watched a movie or a documentary about diving yes. shipwrecks? Yes. Mm -hmm how reeking dangerous it is just like just the possibility of getting stuck on something or cutting yourself on a rusty piece of metal or getting disoriented and forgetting which way is out uh it's something it doesn't naturally occur to us except maybe unless you've played subnautica but getting lost inside a twisted tunnel of debris where it doesn't oh, resemble horrible. normal architecture it's not rooms it's all pipes and tunnels and things have collapsed in different directions and there's no visual cues and there's no light down here that alone can be extremely confusing. Soon, you are all immersed, completely submerged in the toxic water of Night City. You're not breathing this stuff, you've all got masks on, but you know that this cannot be good for your health. The state of California has, no, there are chemicals in this water known to the state of California to cause cancer and other reproductive harm, 100%. <laughs> I would like everybody to roll a resist drugs and torture check. We don't have that. Then roll what a willpower roll? check. Okay, thank you. Holy moly. Oh no, Jonah. Uh, it's just it's just a 1d10 plus your will, right? You got it. You got it. Okay. 
Okay, uh, the Frizz and Jonah, your heavy metal intake has gone up a little bit more than it probably should. The Frizz, you are gonna take three points of damage just from exposure Ooh. to toxic leaked industrial chemicals in the water, and Jonah really beefed it. Uh, so I guess he opened his mouth at an inopportune time or something. He's gonna take, take five points of damage. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Tasty. Play petrochem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is all their fault. Tastes like kibble. <laughs> does it taste like kibble or does kibble taste like it? Ooh. They say the reason that Night City's kibble tastes different, it's the water, right? You can't get kibble like this in any other city. It's the water. <laughs> Alright. Blame Petrochem. <laughs> One of the other dangers down here, aside from being able to perceive your surroundings, is avoiding getting turned around. Uh, you, you're agents, you can't really, they're not designed to be used underwater like this. They aren't going to die. You know, we've got you can probably drop modern phones in the swimming pool and they'll still work, but they won't work great while they're underwater. So what skills, tricks, etc. do you have when the tunnels get confusing and the way you were trying to go is collapsed that you could use to navigate on your way? Deduction? Deduction's a great idea. I'll take a deduction. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use... Can I, um... God, I don't know. Can I let out a little bit of CO2 out of my out of my mouth to see which way the bubble goes to, so that I don't lose my orientation? That is not an awful idea. However, I am going to charge you an additional resist drugs and torture check because this water is toxic. Ah. So, so it'll be a free success for you, but also possible damage. Uh, go ahead and give me that deduction roll. If anyone wants to try deduction, I'll take it. Is the does the deduction always come with the health Ooh. penalty? No, deduction oh. is just using your noodle. Uh, the bubble method allows you to get your bearings, but exposes you to toxins. So it's an alternative. I, I want to use deduction as well. All right, go ahead and give me a deduction roll. Jonah isn't going to have to roll this. This is a cumulative overtime effort of you guys finding your way. All right. Uh, as confusing as it is down here, when one of the major pathways was completely collapsed, you were able to to. Go over your memory of the map, find an alternate route, uh, do things like look for exposed wiring that fortunately isn't frying you. You mentioned doing that earlier. That helps you get an idea of your location and you're proceeding closer and closer to the secret basement underneath the old medical center. Now, there are two more obstacles in front of you. The first is an area that is clearly unstable. As you go through, you can see an, a massive support girder holding up tons and tons of rubble, and it's just pinned by the various pieces of debris that have fallen on it here, where, again, you're not like in a sunken sewer. The water table, a lot of the inside of Night City used to be ocean. It was built on fill. So when the nuke went off, an earthquake went out and liquefied, and the sea, the sea level just rose right back up. So this whole area is a mishmash of, of basements and houses and parking structures that have all collapsed. So you're going through a sunken parking structure and it is extremely unstable. Mm. This is the only obvious way forward. How do you want to proceed? Can we grapple? Underwater? No. 
It's um, a different, uh, you want to use a different piece of equipment for underwater grapple versus above water grapple. So we're swimming if, through right now, like through this parking garage. Like mm-hmm. we're not worried about it collapsing on us because we can't really disturb the structure of it. We're just kind of- You're going to have to squeeze through a tight area in an unstable area as well. So athletics, just to sort of navigate it, I would definitely allow. If you have other ideas, I will hear them. Is there any way that we can reinforce the structure real quick? Is there any like bars or, or rocks that we can use to like quickly just like shove them in so that if it does start to slip, it'll hold itself? That's a good idea. It would take a combination of physical strength and some sort of intelligence or knowledge or analysis. So I would need a skill check to explain how you make the right choice and an athletics check to actually do the heavy lifting. It, because we're underwater, doesn't that mean that I'm super strong? Isn't that how it yeah, works? You, you like pick up your friend and like swim around with them because you're, right. you're water yeah. strong. I don't. Uh, yeah, buoyancy helps, but most of the things uh, that can hold up tons of debris are not particularly buoyant, have, and therefore that doesn't arms. apply. I, I can, I can. If you find me pipes, I can slot it in. So. Yeah, I'd like to mm-hmm. try and look for something that's just strong enough to hold it. We don't need it to hold it forever, but like just mm-hmm. in case. Okay, what skill could you use to do that search? Perception. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give perception. That'll help you see what's around, get a really clear idea of what's around. A 14. All right, you've done your surveillance. There's some old car parts. There's some old, you know, rebar, some beams, some chunks of, of rock. But what skill could help you, and it doesn't have to be you, it could be anyone in the party, make a good decision about what to use. Essentially, that perception skill is going to make this next education? check easier. Yeah, yeah. I take education here. Uh- Educational science, I would. I would also I would take science to like know the structural integrity of things like concrete or metal of what to use. Yeah, I, science is going to be a more effective skill. Um, so if you get like a, a 16, 17, it's going to be an equivalent result. Otherwise, we're going with okay. Yeah, Frizz, Frizz probably has the better call here. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else have anything they can do here before you proceed through this hundreds of tons of collapsed city? You've picked a good piece. Mm-hmm. You've identified a, a possible good spot for it. And just you a let Jarek's... quick look around. There's no other way like over, right? That has like less concrete and steel hanging over our heads. There's nothing immediately obvious. You would have to backtrack and then try to find another way around, which is an option. Um, And weighing that option, how likely am I to die doing that? uh you you right now it's a total unknown it's a complete unknown um it would it would take more time it would definitely take more time it might add an hour to the trek you don't know what hazards you would face along the way but you would also not have to potentially get crushed by hundreds of tons of debris uh you know what natalie natalie feels like the dm's not gonna kill us an hour into a three-hour show so she's gonna go through the park Hey, nothing in my contract says how long this has to last. This I is could... true. Yep. We just... All right, thanks for playing, everybody. The DM will now stare into the camera for the next two hours. Have fun. All right. Why are the viewers keep going up? <laughs> all right. Um, Jarex, give me an athletics check at plus two to settle the debris. 18. 18. Nice. Yeah, you you anchor yourself, you put a nice big chunk right there to stabilize that, and the rest of the team is able to swim right through. 
Now, the last challenge before we actually arrive there. You are, you are getting deeper and deeper into the hot zone and it's called the hot zone for a reason. And you can't see it, but this area is radioactive and you start to feel a burn. Everybody who is not wearing radiation shielding takes two points of damage. Oh, I thought it was just long-term, not short-term. No, I mean, there's a little of column A and a little of column B and this, this is column B. Didn't you watch that documentary though, where those three dudes went into the Chernobyl and they were able to walk through the water I don't, and live was that a, a documentary? Long life? No, okay. <laughs> it was a very frightening scene, but yeah, yeah, you have a good point. Medical science has gone a long way, um, but you should probably <laughs> go see a doctor, assuming he doesn't die on this mission immediately after this op. Mm -hmm. However, uh, you need to find a way out or through this hot zone. It's essentially just another pool. It's sort of uh, like the underside of a large concrete structure that just goes for a long, long period. So I need you to come up with a way to speed up your progress or identify the hot patches safely so you can avoid them or find an alternate way around. It's Again, it's just like a, almost like a long uh, water pipe, like a really wide water main. And it's the last obstacle between you and the point and it's radioactive. Do you have anything you can do to mitigate this, make it faster? Go ahead. So if I didn't take it off my character sheet, that means I still have it. You said the grappling guns don't work underwater, but a harpoon gun is specifically designed to work in the water. Would we be able to like, shoot, shoot that right down the tunnel and then like hand over hand, get ourselves out of there ASAP? <laughs> yes. No, that's a great callback. Yes. I will, I will 100% allow that. Yes. Oh so my god. the non-radiation the non shielded in the party will st still take two more points of damage because it takes you a little time to fire it and then get out of there. But you're not going to sit here cooking. That will clear it. That was a great solve. All right. Uh, how much health is everybody at? 31. Good. 15. All right, you are wounded. And because you're wounded, you have a minus two on your rolls. I thought that was seriously wounded. You're below half health. You have a minus two on your rolls. Hmm. Do we have any stim packs? <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of game. <laughs> nope. Mm. nope. We had like adrenaline is... or something before where Jonah was able to ignore like the minus two mm. yeah jarex can't administer treatment but it's uh limited options for that okay you managed to make your down the rest of the way you emerge not far from the sunken complex In fact, you emerge at what might be the best possible location. Hmm. I'm gonna drop you in real quick. Everyone has flashlights, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's gonna it's gonna take me a moment to 
get your flashlight set up. Thank you for your patience. All right. I'm going to drop you where you are. But again, it's going to take me a moment to get the flashlight set up. Can everybody see what Natalie can see? Yes. You should see a, a thin cone of light. Oh, wait. And then... No. Uh, oh, wait, yes. Jerax, you have low light vision, right? Uh-huh. Okay. You are in a large tank that long ago held coolant. Now it's just foul, toxic water mixed with all sorts of different nonsense that has been churning here ever since the fourth corporate war. You are 20 meters below. You can tell that this cooling tank used to go much, much higher. You are 20 meters below a, a platform, a metal walkway and a platform that goes over this tank. You can tell that the room itself is much larger beyond this. And hanging from the center, about 15 meters up, is precariously clamped to the metal walkway above is a large server. Hmm. Hanging over the toxic sludge? So if it were you to... Have... Yeah, it's hanging over the toxic sludge, which you guys are swimming in right now. Uh, I can't... My character can't see... Yeah, working on that. I oh, have okay. to flashlights take a moment because I have to put in a lot of numerical values. 100 meters, 45 degrees, 270 origin. That one just decided to give you full unidirectional light, so that's fine. That's a good flashlight. Right? <laughs> it's it's the latest model. Uh, so as this dangles over the toxic sludge, is that actually a platform sludge level that it would fall and dash itself upon, or would it kind of fall into the water and, and gurgle to a watery... It would fall in the water and do the gurgling thing. Jarex, is your flashlight on or off right now? Because you do... They had enough for you to have one. Um, well, I, I, I thought I would have low-light vision, but it doesn't work. You No, I'm turning that on in a sec. Ah, I'm messing okay. with your light settings. Do you want your flashlight on or no? Uh, I don't think so, because everyone else has got them, and I've got my low-light vision, okay. so... I think I should be okay. Okay, somebody starts shooting that... at light sources, yeah, that's it good. Be... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Again, this is a small section. The room above it is much larger. The room above it? Yeah, so there is a platform over this and this is below a larger room there's a platform walkway uh you know what let me let me just pop you guys up there real quick just to give you the lay of the land wow. oh. so you can see this is the upper level but you're looking at it from below from down here from down in the goo, in the goo. Oh. <laughs> well. so this is the server it's a server. Yeah, we don't know what it is. Jeez. And it's Would... hanging precariously. Yeah, like it's probably been hanging precariously for a long time. It's not like, you know, 
it's gonna fall in five rounds. It's more like if anything happens, it's gonna fall in five rounds sort of thing. But as long as nothing happens, it's fine. Hmm, nothing happened. You said that with a smirk, so I think something will happen that will cause it to fall. Why um, would something dramatic happen in the in the series finale? That's yeah, ridiculous. I know. Um, would Jim have given me any information whatsoever on where they found my brother's body? Because that gives me a good indicator, uh, indicator of where I need to start. They went out through the tunnels on the level above. So he probably connected to it from the platform. Okay, so I want to make because it's way. a hardline connection. You can't Wi-Fi. You can't Bluetooth yeah. into this bad boy. I want to make my way up then. Okay, you climb up onto the platform above. What about the rest of you? I'm gonna zoom back down here so you can see. Is that rattling the uh, platform in a way that's gonna like make this more precarious of a dangle? Is that the goal, or are you asking Jarex if he's doing that? Oh, no, like, Natalie's, like, watching Jarex kind of, like, hit these, like, cheese grater steps up onto the second level. <laughs> and, like, mm -hmm. I want to see how much that kind of rattles the overall structure, and if, you know, I'm going to look immediately over to the server and see if it's moved at all. No, it seems to be, seems to be all right for the time being. And this is, we can pull ourselves up out of the water and start walking similarly, or would I need to grapple maybe to get up there? No, nah, you, you can climb. There is a, there is a way on the side to climb up to the platform above. Not in a pinch, but it is doable. I'll, I'll start to follow Jerry. All right. Uh, and do I see the server up here? It's beneath your feet. Oh. Yeah. So where's the access point? Good question. Probably like on the underside of this thing, you'd have to rappel off and over. This was clearly not designed for long terms like for easy of access or storage or if it was whatever cables used to connect to it have fallen mm -hmm. away uh give me i would take a basic tech check from anybody here who knows a thing or two about servers and computers and such that might be me oh, oh. okay oh my god Oh, is that the highest I've ever rolled? I think that might be the max. Yeah, 34, that might be the highest roll ever, or yeah. a tie for the highest roll ever. <laughs> so, you've done an analysis. This server generates enormous amounts of heat when it's running at full process. This entire room is designed to be a, a like a liquid cooling system. Oh. So, it probably could support a few of these servers and they were designed to be immersed in this coolant. Obviously it was contained coolant. It was not designed, it was not supposed to be mixed with water and such. Um, and then there would have been cables in sealed, you know, waterproof pipes that, that connected to it underneath. So it was never meant to be physically accessed except from another port somewhere else when it was still connected. But during the disaster, all that architecture fell away, uh -huh. leaving it physically secured but the, the coolant has drained over time because the coolant level should have been much higher and those cables should have been plugged in. Okay, cool. Um, well, I relay that information to the rest of the crew. Hmm. I think, I think we've got to access this. Yeah, can we pull it back up onto solid ground? It's clamped, right? Oh, you're muted, Joe. Plus one IP. Uh, it probably weighs like 
high i mean look at the size of that thing right it's a good six meters four meters across it's got to weigh a few hundred pounds minimum yeah we're not going to be able to take it with us but we might be able to transfer any important information to the server that i have on me right now i mean jonah could just grab you by the ankles and dangle you down there uh Jarex was planning on um, getting out his grappling hook and looping it around uh, an area that's like structurally secure, either above mm -hmm. or whatever, and then just kind mm -hmm. of, you know, yeah, rappelling down and yeah. hooking in that way. Can I not no range it remotely? Can I not? It, hard access only. It's okay. air gapped. One last question before we put anybody bodily over the goo again. Um, we don't just have like a long cat five, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone bring a long cat five? This is what I, I was I was saying. We could just bring a long cable and download it from our place. Are there any cables left over? You said it would have been attached and allowed like um, connection, right? The waterproof cabling. Yeah, you could search around the facility if you want. I think it's. I think it'll be quicker to repel and connect. This um, might not be our only one, though, so while you do that, Natalie will search. Okay. Alright. Um, Jonah, Zara, and the Frizz, are you still downstairs in the goo zone? No. Alright. No. We're gonna. Uh, Zara, same? I'm upstairs now. Alright. Stand by for transportation. Whee! <laughs> okay. Natalie, roll a perception check to look for long cat fives. Probably, probably I like cat eight at this point, right? It's the dark yeah, future. Yeah, it's dark future. <laughs> uh, perception. I found a long 24. cat eight. That's fantastic. So, uh, good news, bad news sort of thing. The good news is you have found some old cables. You're not sure if they're corroded at all. Like, they might take a little bit of repair and such. It might, you know, you can connect safely, but a minus one penalty on your interface checks because of bad throughput. But it is theoretically possible, and it would make it so you don't have to dangle obliviously overhead. You also found some concrete dust that was recently disturbed. Hmm. So like, yeah, somebody was over near the wires, so there's footprints or their handprints maybe, a body print and it's dragged away. <laughs> uh, what'd you get, a 24? Remember, Natalie watches and reads a lot of true crime. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, do you have deduction as a skill? I do believe so. Yes. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll a deduction check. It's going to take you a few minutes to analyze the crime scene. So you're you're doing you're wishing that you could check for GSR and all that good <laughs> stuff. Throwing down little note cards, item one, item two. What is everybody else? I'm going to check with everyone else. Jerax, are you locked in and repelling and ready oh, to I'm, connect? I'm I'm immediately as soon as I see the server, I'm homing in on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Kelly, what are you doing? I have my gun out, waiting. 
keeping an eye out. We fought a okay. lot of baddies in the last few days. What, what's going to stop them from coming here? You see Jerax going. He's got like his brain cable out. He's rappelling over the edge. He's about to jack in. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. And Zara, what are you doing? I would like to take a closer look uh, around the area. Um, I want to see basically whether or not there have been people or are people that are sort of patrolling mm -hmm. the area or if I hear any sounds that might indicate that there might be people nearby. Okay, do perception. Perception allows you know, to notice things. Deduction allows you to figure out what they could mean. And if you have other applicable skills, okay. You are also, along with Natalie, you are noticing signs of recent disturbance in the area. A few things that have moved so that they're dust silhouettes, which have, should have been gathering for years and years and years. Like the items here, but the dust imprint of the item is here. Mm -hmm. And um, do, do you have deduction? Yes. Okay, give me a deduction roll. 23. Holy Ooh. crap. Ooh. All right. We're going to do a couple of things at once. First off, Jerax. Yep. You find yourself, as you connect to the network, the real world flickers in a series of flashing lights and vanishes away. You are standing in a simulated digital environment, but it's not one, you know, back in the days of the old net, people would basically make elf lands online and fancy clubs, whatever you could make with a virtual reality, you could. So why would they choose to make this massive, ominous room with a huge metal hatch in the floor and a single door leading away and a blood trail sprinkling from the hatch towards that door to the north. That's an odd choice. Yes, it is. And it makes me think that I'm getting some real mythological vibes here of the door, the box that shouldn't be opened uh, right in front of me. And there's a door in front of me, you say? Yes, there is a door to the north, a large hatch right here um now i can jack out at any point i can pull myself out if you you, you can safely disconnect as a net action because uh, uh, i had you can... um, okay go ahead i was gonna say because i had the run in with the rabbits before but they didn't mm -hmm. i just i heard them coming and i just quickly mm -hmm. got out of there immediately yeah. so i would I don't really know how virtual space works. And I think Jarex would just start shouting, calling for Sean's name. Okay. As you shout, you see something skittering around on the floor over here by this rack of tanks. It squeaks weeks mm -hmm. does this fit any of the descriptions of soul killer soul killer is not usually known to squeak <laughs> do you know that for sure oh maybe I mean, maybe it's some of the testing that they've done on soul killer on animals maybe is this just a, an animal 
you see something small moving in an unnatural way. Very fluid, rapid pat, 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 motion. Something with too many legs. That's just concerning. I mean, it could be Soul Skiller. Soul, soul Squeaker. Skull, soul Killer. It could be. Maybe that's how they get you. They, they put it in the form of something, you know, just like innocent. And then it, it's like a face hugger. It just jumps on you and rips your soul out. I don't know. Jerex would definitely be on the edge of caution here. Um, but he, I think okay. Jerex would slowly approach it. All right. Go ahead and move yourself in the virtual space. And out from behind the barrels, <laughs> something moves across the ground from the darkness into the light. It is a tiny biomechanical <gasps> octopus. You mean biotech's latest under, wait, undetectable baby octopus? Exactly. And it squeaks at you. Roll a basic tech check. Okay. Twenty-one. No, it's Bluebo. It's a it's a Bluebo. Biotech's latest undetectable baby octopus. It's a Bluebo. It's a drone that's built by Tex. It's a, a pattern that was invented by a uh, a tech who went missing a while back, actually. But it's a very good design. And it and it does what? I mean, all sorts of stuff. It, it's remote controllable. It can go through small spaces. Its appendages can like manipulate objects. But it's in a virtual environment. Yeah, so it's a virtual bluebow. That's weird. That is weird. Um, but I recognize it, so I know what it is. I know that someone's controlling it, and they're probably looking at me. Under normal circumstances, yes. But since it's an avatar, it could represent literally anything. Um, and who might you be, is what I would say to it. What up? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't catch that. What? And it moves towards the door, just skittering along the ground, hits the door with a thunk, and just flops backwards. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open the door. Okay. As you approach the door, it is locked. This is a password in the system. Oh. You can roll an interface check to crack the password if you'd like. God almighty. Yeah, okay. All right. 11. It's like honestly one of the best interface rolls I've ever had. Pretty good. <laughs> that just barely does it. Okay. The password breaks. Bluebo vanishes into the next room. I and will. suddenly, oh. you see your own shadow stretching out along the ground behind you as a brilliant white light intensifies as the hatch behind you opens and a column of light twirling around itself like two coils of living luminescent DNA emerge. We live. We meanwhile, in meanwhile. meat space, <laughs> meanwhile in meat space, Natalie and Zara 
are looking over signs of recent disturbances and they're seeing not only objects that are out of place, things that have moved, but also footprints. And the footprints seem distorted somehow. They're, they don't show signs of any sort of indistinguishable foot tread. They're long, they're oblong, uh, far too large for normal feet. Far too large for normal feet. Oh, oh no, no. Are there no. Around here and come screaming back to the rest of the group. And it's just like, call it off. We gotta go. I don't care. I'm done. There's clowns here. <laughs> Please join us after this short break when we return to the Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy series finale. Oh. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy series finale. If you're just joining us, Clowns and Soul Killer, uh, that's our summary. But <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and get right the hell back into it. So, when we last left our heroes, Jerax had entered the server's architecture, the virtual reality. He had encountered a mysterious digital avatar of Bluebo, a useful drone. And then as he entered into the next area of the network, the hatch on the floor opened and the, the glorious celestial light of the Soul Killer program radiated behind him. Meanwhile, the rest of the party is investigating this abandoned facility underneath the hospital and they're finding evidence that people have been down here recently. And Bodinov hasn't finished drilling his way in, so who could it be? And why are these shoe prints so large and floppy? That's where we left off. Uh, oh. We're going to go ahead and check in with Meat Space first, because if I recall, somebody was running back to the party yelling abort mission. <laughs> yeah. Um, Natalie's just basically upset that she immediately launched the conclusion that clowns were down here. Um, and so she just wants to let Miss Frizz and uh, Jonah know. I imagine she's just going to grab you, Zara, and bring you back with her so we yeah. can kind of get everybody in the same spot. Uh, and then as she draws up, she's going to be like... But there's, there's one good thing. That means there's a way out. That means we don't have to go through the, the poop again. <laughs> but there's clowns in here. What would the rest of you like to do? Uh, oh, boy. Um, I think I'd immediately like to start searching the rest of the room. I, I want to see if there are any exits or if I can... You know what? The other thing I want to do, I want to run my radio scanner. I want to see if there is anybody that is chatting right now uh, or trying to communicate in this area. Okay, we'll start with the radio scanner. Give me a basic tech check, unless I you have uh, cryptography. Don't have either of those. Basic tech should be on everyone's character sheet. It is a tech-based skill at rank two. Ah. So go ahead and... Go ahead and roll tech plus two. Uh, uh, can I, can I just do a 1D? Is it mm -hmm. 1D? What is it? 1D 10 plus? 1D 10 plus your tech score, which is a three, three. plus two. So 1D 10 plus five. Okay. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, it just you know that thing in movies when you're tuning something and it just goes woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, Miss Frizz, you can have it. You know what, you take my radio scanner. I'll, uh, 
<laughs> you handle it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right now, I just have a, a handgun out. So yeah, I'll take the the scanner and give it a shot. All right. Give me a give me a basic tech or cryptography check. Your call. Ooh. Oh, what's higher? Actually, tech no. Electronics and security tech, not cryptography. Cryptography <laughs> would be codes. Are you sure you don't want it to be that though? Because it's not. But I know your electronics and security tech is also pretty good. I know it's pretty good. Yeah, you're right. Twenty's pretty good. Actually, that's okay. an eighteen. Because of a minus two, because you're injured. Okay, you you are picking something up. I hate everything. Well, we knew that there was bozos already here, but can I hear some, can I, through my deduction and my very high roll, understand how far away they are in meters by being able to pick them up on the radio? Uh, yeah, 50 meters or less. Uh, 50 meters is good yes. though. That's very far away, right? Like one move is one meter? No. Two meters. Ren, how one move is two it? meters? How one far square is, is two meters. meters? Okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we ask the local Brit, the person who's actually on the metric system. Oh, Lord, they coming. <laughs> um, so, 50 meters. We have, assuming that they're clowns, that it's going to take quite a while for them to get over here with their big floppy shoes, as we see from these footprints on the floor here. We have some time to do some things before they're able to get here. Maybe even set up a trap. <laughs> Oh, never mind. They have some kind of vehicle. We're screwed. That was a chainsaw. Oh, yeah, just, just in case that wasn't clear. That was a chainsaw. It's going to be a little clown car that they like ride down the hallway in. No, sorry. I make a different noise. That's a. Uh, well, it looks like class is in session. Uh, and I'm going to, I guess, hold my handgun out. And I can't really do anything else. Okay. Uh, I'm going to check with Zara and with Natalie and Jonah, uh, and then we're going to go back to Jerax. What are, what is Zara doing? You just ran a scan, handed the scan over. Anything else you want to do? Yeah, I I want to pull out my agent, uh, and I mm -hmm. want to I want to make some calls. I want to I want to set out another another urgent blog post, being like, any clown haters in the area? We really you need got you right now. No bars, zero uh, bars, zero bars. Panic all right, I'm whipping out my handgun. I'm ready to go. Okay, uh, Natalie and Jonah. Um, okay, Natalie heard a chainsaw. Natalie it was worried about this uh, grating being like rickety already, so she's gonna mm -hmm. quickly look for all like the joinders and just see like how likely they are to actually just come and right into the water with a lot of us. Well, this is the sort of thing that would be a lot easier if you had explosives or a mono katana. A chainsaw is gonna really just chomp against okay. that steel, you know. It's doable, but it would it would be a a long drawn out process. And are they coming from like below us? Like, can we hear them not on the radio? Roll, roll a perception check. The, all my hand motions are so necessary. I'm sorry. You wouldn't <laughs> know that I was talking about hearing if I didn't do this. Uh, Twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you hear the exact direction that it's coming from. It's coming from up above you. No on this platform over here. What, 50 oh, meters away? Oh, the signal was within 50 meters. It was a inaccurate, it, it was just within 50. Okay. It didn't mean exactly 50, okay. all right? Uh, here's the other thing. You hear two chainsaws. 
two chainsaws too many. Two chainsaws. And at that moment, a voice echoes through the room. I'm going to say this exactly once. Media lady and hacker. You can fuck off right now. And I'll pretend we never saw you. Wait, what? What on me? Yes, so uh, <sighs> I'm going to throw a grenade up there. Wait, 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 wait. You're just going to throw Zara, a grenade you're up? You're the best. You're just, you're the, you're the best. <laughs> you're throwing it at the speaker? Where are you, where are you throwing it? <laughs> uh, up, up on the platform! Where are you, where are you coming from? I want to hear the fuck so off cool. option. I want to be Zara. I want to be Zara when I grow up. Everybody, roll for initiative. Oh me? <laughs> yeah, because you you uh, are in a completely different scenario, but you're in a life and death scenario right now. That's true. I am. Remember oh. to select your token before you roll. Uh, Jarex, we're gonna take your first oh. roll. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, and if you didn't do that, that's fine. I will manually handle this. That my favorite chat from meme Natalie, is she chose violence. That's my favorite one for the show. <laughs> Zara always chooses I violence. always choose violence. I love how you don't even know exactly where they are up there. It's just, uh, no. I, I throw a grenade. I, I am such a huge so fan. This, <laughs> this must be someone who has beef with Natalie. The notorious ice cream clown murderer. You know, like this, this, so this is, dude, wait a second. Is this Pagliacci, but soul killed into this facility? So the Pagliacci is still alive? Hold on, I need to see Joseph's face when you say these things. Oh, maybe. Uh, wait, is this? Well, you know, he had a great villainous monologue planned where he was going to explain some of this stuff, but he has to wait until he deals with this grenade before he can keep <laughs> yammering. No way! What? Jerax, roll a interface. Actually, uh, no, you already rolled for initiative. So, I'm going to deploy Soul Killer into the initiative order. Rolling a speed. Uh, actually, yes, roll an interface check, Jerax. Just give me an interface check. I don't mind if I do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what this is for. He's gonna try and soul kill you. Alright, cool. Oh, oh. oh. wow. Dang. Okay. Wow, that could not have been better timing. That literally could Holy not have been better smokes. timing. Uh. You are going to get to act before Soul Killer does. So Soul Killer <laughs> immediately goes to the bottom of the initiative order. Okay. So the first thing, literally the first thing that happens is that Zara, the intrepid reporter, just pulls a grenade pin and yeets it. What kind of grenade did you throw and where are you landing this thing? Oh, I'm, I'm throwing an incendiary grenade and I'm throwing it up over the large tanks that I'm hoping are explosive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, go ahead and roll an athletics check. You're trying to throw out to 22 meters. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> a Ooh. 16. Ooh. That's pretty good. 
Take if this, you, you motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> we have no PG rating on this show, right? <laughs> no, 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 not, not on this show. Okay, no. okay. three more. <laughs> Look, if we used to have a PG rating, then we had the fucking monarch who wouldn't stop talking about ripping Gooches for like three episodes. <laughs> so that ship has sailed. Yeah. Into the Bermuda true, Triangle and true. off to space. That is, we're done with that. Supposed to be okay. getting a show on Disney and then you know, just fell through. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Right? Uh, okay, so that's actually a hit. Yeah! Nice. Holy smokes. That's amazing. Oh, we're off to a hell of a start. Roll. Uh, roll 66. <laughs> Natalie and Jonah both watch you throw this grenade and they're like, oh my god, like a master class. Wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> We've never done that. That is a slow motion anime moment right there. Honestly, super impressive. And now I have to look up the damage capacity of a metal tank. Give me a moment here, please. Sorry. When you can't just say fine. tank. It like, did not explode, but it is on fire. They are on fire. Everything's on fire. Oh, wait, don't cheer yet. That might be a bad thing. <laughs> uh, while I grab some fire, Zara, you have movement left over. You, what would you like to do? You can move up to your speed in squares. Oh man, I think the best course of action right now because they're gonna be they're gonna be coming down the stairwell over to the right. I think I'm gonna yell at Natalie to grab cover and I'm gonna go up this ladder. Alright. So what's your speed? Six. You can go up to six squares. There we go. Right at the top. Ooh. Oh my oh. god. That's <laughs> a bit alarming to just throw out there, Joe. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's just gonna be fire. All right, uh, yeah, that was a good opener, Zara. Good job. Frizz, it's your turn. You've been given an offer to fuck off. Man, it really is enticing. But honestly, I think Miss Frizz might die just swimming through the toxic waste back out of here. <laughs> so uh, I don't think she has too many options. When looking down at the uh, the server beforehand, and I know that they grabbed one wire to be able to hook up Jerax, was there more than one port and more than one wire accessible? Oh, you're muted. Oh, muted. Plus one IP. Uh, they don't have any wires, but they do have open ports, and you have a wire with your deck, so you could you could join the call if you wanted. Can Jer I know that Jarex is kind of like in a different space, so it's not like he's seeing this projected field, but can he still hear me? No, he's completely matrixed up right now. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Then he can't have... Okay, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. I just know that, mm -hmm. like, that was very soul killery. He, I don't know if he knows how to handle soul killer. And I don't really have much use against clowns, so I'm going to uh, jack in. Okay. Welcome to the party. Oh, You're going to need to move yourself adjacent to Jerax or in his general vicinity in order to do so. Let's go with here, as far away as I can from the fire. Wait, do you mean... Oh, okay. All right. 
You have joined the server. Soulkiller.exe is active. It's the giant glowing ball of light in the middle. You've used one net action to join the server. Um, Jarex, is this a good thing or a bad thing? No, this is a bad thing. Get out, Miss Frizz. It, this is Soul Killer. It's activating. Um, there's also clowns attacking us right now that we might need help <laughs> killing a little bit. I, uh... I'm going to summon... Oh, and by the way, Miss Frizz is no longer a cute little iguana. I don't know if you've ever seen Legend of Dragoon, but she looks like a, like a dragon warrior with like cool armor and like wings coming out of her. It is still like iguana-esque, but it's more mm -hmm. like medieval and everything. Mm -hmm. And she pulls out her $1,000 program, which is her first black ice program. And it's very fitting that it's gonna be a dragon that she summons wow. into the room. Oh my God. <laughs> nice, nice, okay, all right. Let me get a non-crappy icon for that. Give me one sec to... <laughs> Just a Facebook I... default image. You have summoned Tom from MySpace. Okay. Uh, Dragon.exe is active. Uh, I'm going to jump on top of the dragon and pull out, you know, my sword, I guess. Whatever this is mm -hmm. all, you know, in some fantasy world. Uh, uh... And I want to... You said... That this operates like a program, right? Mm-hmm. So the dragon does sixty-six program or uh, damage to a program. Mm-hmm. Want to attack with it? Okay. Uh -oh, the I dragon. It operates the same way whenever you summon. So I think it goes to the top of the initiative order. Does that mean that it's its turn right now? Yes. Okay. Then yeah. It is. Yeah. So the dragon is going to attack immediately. <sighs> so. Uh, if you want to roll for it, it's 1d10 plus 6. Cool. Oof, rough start. Ooh. Uh, so it just, like, breathes fire into this pillar of swirling DNA, and the fire wraps around and dissipates into harmless light. Okay. Uh, do I still have a net action? You have one net action left. I'm gonna... Hit it with my sword. Okay, roll it. Where are you? Minus two because you're injured. Yeah. That would be plus right. one for the sword. So this is an interface check at a net of minus one. <laughs> that is that is Hot oh! Okay, you oh, have wow. you have a minus three, I have a minus one. Yeah. If you can get up to a zero. You can score a hit. Do you got any luck? Um, it doesn't really do too much damage. I really don't think that this is like a big, I, I'm gonna let it fail right now. Okay, you've used your actions. Mm -hmm. And the dragon is now in the initiative count. And that is it for the frizz. It is now Costello's turn. I bet you have a lot of questions. The voice on the speaker says, What the fuck are we doing down here? How can we possibly know about this place? It's literally insane. Costello, one of the two elite bodyguards who protected Pagliacci, the master of the bozos, leaps 
just bounces on spring-powered robo legs. These two bozos have linear frames installed. They've been, if you've seen Adam Smasher from Cyberpunk 2077, we're not talking full Adam Smasher, but we're talking a lot of the same stuff going on. They have a body score of 12. They are have subdermal armor. They have cyber arms, cyber eyes, chainsaws. Jesus. And gigantic machine guns. Two Adam so, Smashers? Two mini Adam Smashers. Okay. You know. They're not, they're not full Atom Smashers. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So, Costello is going to move out of the fire up to this position and just... Am I in range? Nah, I'll save that for my next turn. I'll save that for my next turn. <laughs> I don't like that. Wow. <laughs> And uh, Costello is going to activate a his jumper legs. So I'm going to make a roll for clown stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Costello leaps. Natalie, roll an athletics check or an evasion check. Roll an evasion <laughs> check to get out of the way. Why? <laughs> okay, nope. He, he lands directly on you. Hey. Just oh, yeah, smack. Yeah, uh, and you are knocked prone, and he's standing directly above you. That used his action, but he is revving his chainsaw menacingly. Oh. Costello has the is the face is just the the comedy mask, this grotesque clown comedy mask, cool. cybernetically connected in the place of an actual face. It is Jonah's turn. What would you like Jonah to do? Jonah is gonna tackle the shit out of the clown that is standing over Natalie. I had a. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Um, is he within, like, optimal handgun range where he could just be like, no! Yeah, you could shoot him in the face. You need to hit a 21 if you want to try to shoot him in the face. I'm trying to, like, this is a, what is it, a very heavy pistol, so I'm kind of hoping, mm -hmm. actually, if we hit him with the armor piercing at just, like, a mm -hmm. close range in the chest, the kickback, the guy would be blown away from Natalie, right? Um, only if you roll the crit. Because okay. again, he's got a he's got a freaking mecha frame installed mm. into his flesh. Okay. Well, what we're kind of describing here is all the options running through Jonah's head because he also has Stella, and he's, he's kind of wondering if he could just like, <laughs> oof. And mostly, it, he wants to get it, him away from that. It, basically, that would be an opposed athletics check. You would rush him and just try to like shield bash him off like Goofy in Kingdom Hearts. All right, well, we're strongest on handguns, so he's just going to try and just pop one into the meat of the clown. All right, body shot, not a headshot? Not a called shot. Okay, with armor-piercing rounds, roll it. 21 would have been a headshot. Um, that's a hit. Roll damage. Holy moly. Oh, wait, I didn't. That's not my arm. Oh. Yeah, the armor-piercing just means that it... it Ablates armor twice instead okay. of once. That's all it means. All right. So he had 10 armor left. So that's six points of damage minus two armor. That's pretty good. Jonah's upset. That is pretty good. Is Jonah doing anything else? <clears throat> um, I guess just like moving into the space to try and become like the primary target for this guy. Okay. Go ahead and move on up. Ready. Jonah says... Leave her alone. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, it is Abbott's turn. Abbott jumps and bounds down to here. And uh, Zara, roll a perception check. And Jonah can roll a perception check as well. Okay, Zara, Abbott with the, the tragedy mask, again, welded where a face should be, has a chainsaw in one massive cybernetic hand and a microwaver in the other. Hmm. And he's going to bounce over. Oof. And he walks right up to the edge where Jerax is hanging, repelled over the side with his brain plugged into the server. Oh, no, 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 and no. And he has the microwaver just... <laughs> I'll admit, I had a lot of questions too. How did I find myself here? How did my life come to this? I used to have everything. And then all I had was the underside of a fucking ice cream truck. <laughs> Who was that? Well, uh, Jerex, it's your turn. And you, you aren't hearing any of this. Your brain is yep. in another dimension. Jax does not know any of this going on. In Jax's uh, point Blue of view... Bluebo just popped out of that room into the next area. Um, I I would shout, Miss Frizz, it's too dangerous. We, we got to get out of here. And I'm going to continue into the next room, if possible. Okay. I'm just going to try and run and get away from Soul Killer. Um, I'm also... Okay. Can I lock the door behind me? Um, oh, I don't want to lock Frizz in this room, actually. But that was my original plan, and now Frizz has come into it, and now it's complicated. So I think yep. I'm going to leave the door open. I don't have any way to damage Soul Killer. I think I'm just going to run from it. Like some weird okay. horror game. You know, you just don't have any means to kill any of the monsters. So you're just running around perpetually trying to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is this room? Uh, this is a dimly lit medical operating theater. The light bulb above is flickering. There is blood all over the area. There are four figures covered with uh, tarps lying on each of the operating chambers. What is the octopus going towards? If you don't move this turn, the octopus will have time to guide you. But it will mean you did not move. I... I'm moving to the opposite side of Soul Killer, but mm -hmm. I'm intending to follow... Oh, it follows the same logic as real life, probably, right? When you pass through one door into another, it was like a a, a loading screen. Uh, it, there was no loading screen, but it okay. like loaded a new area. I think I'd be there. My move is five, actually, so I can be. You're you're I not actually be... restrained by your move. Oh really? That has to do with you with me with your meat body. Okay, so I, I I'm just gonna move to the far side, but my intention is to wait. So there are bodies here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, instead of doing that, I'm going to start to reveal the bodies, 
pull on like okay. pull up pull up pull over the tops as you pull over the tarp a corpse with its skin completely <clears throat> flayed off stares directly up at you and activates <gasps> huh yeah, all, all the black ice in this area is reskinned to match the uh, the original aesthetic. So what I'm gonna need you to do is to roll four interface checks. <laughs> huh? There's no way I'm gonna pass all of these. Yeah, I mean they're not gonna kill you instantly if you fail one. It just means they're gonna get a shot on you. One. Okay, an eight versus my... Twelve. Okay, so one of the uh, one of the corpses that awakens is going to attack you. Roll an interface check to defend yourself. Nine. Nice. Okay. You evaded it. Uh, roll against the next one. Seven. Holy moly. 12. Mm. It also is faster than you and it attacks. Roll interface to defend yourself. Minus you got a five, two. you got a minus two. Okay. You, as it lashes out at you, you take six points of damage directly to your brain. And in meat space, your move has been reduced by two for the next hour. Oh shit. That's actually really damaging. Six points uh, of damage? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Roll against the next one. Oh my god. <sighs> it goes faster. Roll interface to defend yourself. If I use a luck to meet it, would I automatically succeed? Yeah, yeah. I'll use one luck. Okay. All right, then... Roll to evade the last one. Oh my god! Oh. Nice! Nicely done. Okay. Okay. So I'm adding all of these in. They're all going to go on initiative count 20. So uh, you still ha you haven't used any net actions this round. Uh, although, mm, yeah, you haven't used any net actions. Normally you'd have to use a net action to open the cover because that would be like interfacing with an object. But the moment you poked it, it just, you know, went off. Yeah. So you have two net your yeah, you have two net actions. Leaving the room would count as a net action, activating a program, attacking somebody. And uh because you poked the there and haven't had a chance to see what Bluebo does, you don't know where the other four exits go to. So you can run out if you want. What do you want to do? I mean I could take a a one in four chance that I would go in the right direction. One in three. You already know the direction you came from. How many, where are the other doors? The other doors are here, here, and here. This is, these are all areas inside the medical lab. These narrow pathways are the exits. So here, here, and here. Correct. Not here. That would take you back the way you came. Okay. If I... Okay, Joe, we're going to do a bit of finagling here, if you'll allow it. Oh, there we go. With my skills of deduction, am I able to predict 
the future pathing of the octopus of what it was trying to reach mm-hmm. but it didn't quite get to like what exit is it facing essentially is the, trajectory. Yeah, the trajectory okay all right i i was ready to to absolutely shut you down i didn't know where you were going with this i was ready to be like no it's a virtual reality it doesn't have to follow any sort of logic but okay all right give me a deduction check okay 14. okay it was going in as straight a line as possible a straight tra- trajectory it was just going out oh we came out of that we came out of this came- door you came out of this door. Oh, I thought this was a door. Nope. These are two cryopods. These are two gurneys. These four pathways are the four doors. You um, came out of this way. Okay, I'm going straight for this exit then. Opposite. Okay. It's a net action to you run through this exit. Yep. And hang on. I, I got to uh, don't worry about what I'm doing here. Just give me. <laughs> okay. Yep, sure. No, everything's fine. Everything's good. I can't see it anyway. Yep. That's uh, I had to check before I, I put you in there. You are in a large control center. Red emergency lights are on. There are consoles all over the place. A holographic map projection is in the middle of the room, Star Wars style, you know. And there are no other visible exits from this room except the one you came through. You've used one net action. Um, is there an interface in here that I can interact with? Uh, there's all sorts of things you can interact with in here. Do you want to move up to the uh, to the central console? Yes. All right. Roll an interface check to activate the control node. God, that's so awful. All right. Uh, as you begin interfacing with it, the hologram itself that's projecting from the area that looks like a map you know the old screensaver pipe dream where it just sort of like spreads out in all directions Mm -hmm. it starts to do that filling the air around you completely until you find yourself completely surrounded by a goddamn shogoth (gasps) roll an interface check bro what is this it's just a black ice program you know skinned to look like a shogoth Hmm. Okay. Uh, roll a interface check to defend yourself. What yeah. did you roll? Uh, sixteen. Oh. You take thirteen points of brain damage. What? And. You are ensnared. You cannot safely jack out. If you jack out, every single program you've encountered so far will get a free shot on you. And you cannot progress deeper into the network until the end of your next turn. I don't know what to do. Well... You have a few minutes to think about that. Natalie, what would you like to do? There's an evil clown. Um, I'm in ideal handgun range as Natalie, right? Absolutely, yes. I am going to think a fond thought for my dear friend, <laughs> Mr. Monarch. Um, and I am going to take an aimed shot at the gooch. <laughs> 
I would also <laughs> like right. to activate, uh, as part of my smart glasses, the one slot that I have is the targeting scope. So plus one to check. Okay, you only need to hit a 20 on this handguns check. And I'm wondering um, if you'll allow it, Yim, that I feel like oh, I have sort of like a perfect triangle and where he would have to kind of spread the legs, I would have a similar way to like brace, I would assume, mm -hmm. against the knees, which would assist the aim shot in being very direct. <laughs> am, I, am I painting uh, a picture here? Uh, yes, yes, you are. Uh, it's it's definitely a picture. So under normal circumstances, regardless, that would not give you an advantage. If you can justify, if you can justify a supplementary skill check that would apply here, then I might let you make that skill check to get a plus one bonus. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm not going to do bureaucracy, uh, business, or accounting. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's this... It's this extreme concentration. Like it's it's one of those movie montage. Like this is the finale, right? And so Natalie is like yeah, every yeah, yeah. mission that has served, you know, Natalie's been on is is coming up right now and being helpful. And this is just like a just like all these kind of eighty percent opacity monarch faces going like the gooch, strike him in the gooch. <laughs> the gooch is right between the legs. It's often called the grundle. <laughs> and like so natalie is just like like all she like the whole word is just like gooch like that is <laughs> it's all gooch is what i'm saying like whatever she hits is is the i'm gonna text alex i feel like he should be here okay uh first roll a concentration check because i'm sold Give, give me a concentration check. You've got an eight in it. I don't know if you've ever used it, and it's 100% applicable. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and take a plus two off of that. That's too good. Okay. Well, handguns, you get plus three to this, and you need to, be, to get a 21. Never wanted anything so bad in my life. Where's my handgun? There it is. Okay, hold on. That's plus three, right? Yes, so that's an 18. And I need a 21? Mm-hmm. Well, Natalie has five luck and she hasn't used any, so let's do it. <laughs> okay. 18, 19, 20, 21. The best part about this is that you're not shooting his head armor, you're shooting his body armor. Uh, are you using any kind of special ammunition or no? Do you? Okay. Show me the armor that covers the goot. No, whoa, 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 hold on. You're, you're in, I'm not, I'm just asking before I start running the numbers. Cause the, you're, you're <laughs> in, no, 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 it's a valid response. You're in, oh I just need to make sure you get everything you paid for. Are you using special ammunition or normal mm. ammunition? I am using, thank you for asking. Um, I only have regular ammunition, sorry. Okay. All right then, um, roll double damage. Roll, it's a very heavy pistol or a heavy pistol? It is a pistol. All right, well, roll double your normal damage. Okay, well, no crits in there, unfortunately, but that is 29 points of damage. Uh, minus his armor takes you down to 21. And, uh... 
Costello is hurting. Costello is hurting really bad. There is. There's just gooch juice everywhere. It's oh, not a good, good situation. No. I, no. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. It's like the spirit of Alex Mendes flowed into my soul for a moment. No one asked you to say gooch juice today, Oh, Jason. God. I don't know what else. Anyways, let's let's move on from this. Wait, 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 wait. And one more thing. I feel like, you know, Pokemon, like, if you do a really damaging attack, you make the opponent flinch. Mm -hmm. If anything was ever gonna make a dude flinch, I put this before you. Uh, twenty nine damage to your nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, it's twenty nine damage, and he's severely injured, and he gets a minus two on everything now. So we're gonna call that a flinch. <laughs> <I'm back>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we are now back up to the top, and it is, it is, uh, it, it is bad. It is a bad thing. <laughs> All right, well, those guys are all chilling in their area. Uh, Bluebo wanders into the Shogoth room. Jerax, as your brain is being annihilated and floats up to the center console and sort of just like drifts above it, still chirping and squeaking as if you weren't being annihilated by a terrible Black Eyes program. Ch ch chirping above the, sh the Shogoth. Kind of in the middle of it, above the physical platform, you know. So I have to, de I have to defeat this thing to go further. Uh, you have to successfully make a, a edit to the platform. You have to like, you know, adjust something. You don't necessarily have to defeat it. I don't know what options you have right now. I don't know what options I have, man. Um, I can't jack out because I get attacked by everything I've encountered, right? Mm -hmm. Which Correct. is just, I just won't survive it. I'm on 12 health. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, outside of the game, Bren realizes, hmm, probably shouldn't have rushed ahead. But at the same time, this is the culmination of, of all of Jax's efforts over the year, over the seasons. And, uh, and he was, he was pretty desperate to, uh, to try and get to his brother once he's finally, you know, got the location, the understanding, the knowledge. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the next move is just going to kill me. I think you have exactly one shot at this. Yeah. And the only shot that you have is if you get help. But you have a little, you have a little time to make those decisions. Uh, you have a little time, assuming that the Shogoth doesn't kill you right now. Oh God. So. Uh, first, we're going to go with the dragon. Is your dragon going to attack Soul Killer? Yes. Okay. Roll 1d10 plus 6. Nine. Eight. Yes. Roll 6d6 damage. Come on. There are no critical hits in cyberspace. Okay. 17. Ooh, three okay. ones. Uh, the dragon takes a huge chunk out of it. It's still active and alive. Um, I'm gonna, can I move the dragon so that it's like standing in the way of the door? I know that it's metaphorical or, you know, it doesn't mean yeah, anything you can do actually, that. but yeah. You can do that, that's fine. I'm being, and since I'm, I guess I don't move like meters in this space, do I? Correct. Okay. 
I'm still protecting the door. I'm trying to be a valiant knight right now. Is what I'm trying to okay. represent. Alright, so essentially Jerax could die right now. I think I'm gonna die. I think I'm I think I'm dead. Jerax. The Shogoth attacks you. Oh. I don't want to look at this. Oh, <gasps> what the f- That's... That... Yeah. Roll an interface check to defend yourself against There's the 21. There's no fucking way I can... I can offset that. With three interface. Yeah. Oh, I'm dead! I'm dead! Jerax? is reduced to one health forcibly ejected from the system is mortally wounded and must immediately roll a death saving throw no. now before you roll this the character sheet we're using does not accommodate very well for luck on death saving throws. So um go ahead. Go ahead and make this roll. Fell out of my chair <laughs> as you and I ripped out my head headset cord. Okay. What I was going to say is roll a death saving throw. If you're alive, that's great. If it says you're dead, how much luck do you have? We might have to do some quick math. I got one luck. Okay. <laughs> Click the, the death save. I I think this is it. This is over. Oh, I don't click want to the, click, click it. Click the death save button. Oh, oh man. Jarex is, is gone. That is brutal. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Wow, he didn't even get to see his brother either. Wow, that is brutal. And now, it's Soul Killer's turn. Well. Frizz, roll an interface check to defend yourself. I got an 11. You got a 12. It ignores your dragon entirely and focuses on you instead. That's all it cares about. It's going to target you. But that is it for its turn. Because it's Costello's turn. The voice on the speaker. <laughs> Honestly, I was kind of hoping to do that myself. Unlucky. And Costello is going to bring with its one health left. Costello is going to bring that chainsaw down directly on you. Unless he has any grenades. Does he have any grenades? He doesn't have any grenades. Yeah, uh, just going to bring a chainsaw directly down against you. Roll an evasion check, please. 
25. What are you doing over there, Joseph? Take 26 points of damage as it scores a critical hit. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god. Three sixes? Yes, and I am rolling on the critical hits table. Three. He cuts off your hand. Oh my god. Which one? Costello is still on fire and continues to burn. Frizz, it's your turn. You're in the matrix. What do you do? I can't do much against this dragon. Or I'm sorry, against uh, the soul killer. I don't really, I mean, I, I, I suppose I could, but I'm going to, uh, hop out and let my dragon stay and fight the uh, soul killer program. Okay. And go into the next room. All right. You move yourself into the next room. Oh, I almost just stole your dragon. Whoop. When you arrive in the room, it has reset and the, the uh, netrunner who activated it is gone. So you see three possible exits and you see four bodies covered by tarps. So, I don't want a metagame. That's really lame. I know that I wouldn't know where Jarex went because this is a physical mm -hmm. space. I can't see it. Mm -hmm. Is there any way that I could deduce where Jarex would have gone out of these three you directions? Could, you could do the thing that never ever has happened once in this campaign and use the Pathfind ability oh. to map out this network infrastructure. Pathfind? Oh, let's do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Roll an interface check. 14. All right. You are aware of the fact that this door and this door are infinite loops and they are trapped. If you go through one of these doors, it will activate the black ice that is in that I is couldn't see right what here. you said this door and this door. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I'm pointing on the DM layer. This door and uh -huh. this door are trapped. If you go through oh. one, you'll just pop out the other and activate all the black ice in this room. Then I'm going to just cross the way is safe. I'm going to run. Also know, you also know that the next area up ahead contains a Kraken, skinned as a Shogoth, and a control node. I know what Kraken there is, is. Sorry. There is more to this network, but you have to manipulate the control node before you can go to it. Oh, I have to control the node from this room or I have to go to the next room no, to control it? you have it? to get into the room with the Kraken and successfully use interface on the control node to change it so that the door takes you somewhere else. Let's do that. Okay. But you're going to have to enter the Kraken's area, so you're going to have to roll speed against it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. You've now entered the room. Also, you did not detect Jerax anywhere in the architecture. Roll an interface check against the Kraken. I got an 11. Can I use you one? Got a you can use one luck. You've used two net actions. I see Actually, no. Oh. Yeah, you've used two. Um, so. How did I use? Oh, yeah. I used the Pathfinder. And then in this area, switching rooms takes an ad action. Okay. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Mm, no, you know, I've been applying that intermittently. So uh, 
You already spent one net action to move into that room, so no, you, you have two net actions left. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I see that Blubbo's here. I want to try and talk to Blubbo before I mm -hmm. make a net action. Where is my, com I don't know if they know what the name of he, uh, him, uh, where's Jarex? Where's my companion? <clears throat> oh, you're muted. I shouldn't be. Can you hear me? Uh, if, yeah, I think it's the noise gates you. on your. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably because I was so. I was using a really high pitched voice filter. Um, Blue Boat turns blue like a Pac Man ghost <laughs> when you've taken a pill. It just. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, oh, he's a ghost? He's dead? Whoop. Boop, boop. Um, is there any way that I could try to find him here? Any way that I could try and like, is he in like the net space? Is his, the way that soul killer can still leave someone's like <clears throat> memories behind? Mm -hmm. Is it possible that I could detect that oh, for Jarex? You did not detect any trace of Jarex in the network. He is logged out. His session has ended. All right. Well, then I'm going to try and get this control node in the name of Jarex. Roll an interface check. 13. Okay. You have gained control and you have changed the direction of the exit. When you exit this room, you're going to go into a different area entirely. Would you like to exit the room? Yes. Okay. You are standing in a chamber filled with cryotubes. Several of them are occupied. Do I see who they're occupied with? Anyone that I recognize? Um, yeah, one of them is, is scarily kind of familiar in a weird way. Whoa, don't do that. That's creepy. <laughs> It, it, I mean, it doesn't look like you. It reminds you of that inventor, Scylla, I think was her name. She, she's the, the creator of Bluebow, yeah. Right, yeah, I would know there's about a, Scylla. There's a few other familiar faces in here whose images I'm not going to use because we didn't secure their rights for this particular episode, <laughs> but I think you might know who I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, one of them looks eerily like Jerax Ashwater. I'm going to go there. I'm going to try and open it up. Okay. Uh, roll one more interface check. All right. You can tell what you're doing. This is the digital personality of Sean Ashwater. It is compressed right now. It is in storage. And so you can either activate it or transfer it to Jarex's neural drive which you don't have. Jerex has it. Can I not store him in the server that I brought with me? No, because the server you brought with you is for standard files. Mm. It's not for digital personalities. Now, from inside the system, you can still send messages, instant messages, but you cannot talk. Can he hear me? I'm gonna ask him. 
first off, are you uh, decompressing yeah. Sean Ashwater or are you sending a message out to somebody else? We're all about to die. I want to find out what the heck is going on before I die. I want to decompress him. Okay. All right. Uh, Sean, the last thing you remember was trying to escape from this facility with the help of a group of people and then a, a hatch opened and a giant column of light emerged and a voice like God said, iteration 637 complete. And you get the feeling you've been through that experience a lot. What? Where, where the hell am I? Jerex? No, what? How do you know my brother? Sean? Yeah. Okay, we might not have a lot of time to live, and by we, I mean me, you're dead. Uh, so, do you know about the, this rabbit AI program in Rate Bartmoss? Bart, what was his name again? Rache. <laughs> Rache Bartmoss? Yeah, I'm pretty familiar with the rabbit's virus. I mean, Rich Barmos is a little bit of an extremist for my likes, but I, I know a thing or two about it. Well, it's activated and it's currently in the other room. Uh, so is Soul Killer. It's been terrorizing a lot of Night uh, City. So we might need your help right now to take him down and stop the rabbit AI. But rabbit AI, what would you mean take over? Uh, someone, some people messed up real badly and may have connected this rabbit AI program to the deep program that went out to everyone that was connected with the deep suite, which just happens to be everyone. Uh, so it's a kind of devouring all of the infrastructure of society. I mean, and we need to stop it. I came here for something that could take care of that, I think. One of the tools we were looking for it was uh, a revolutionary piece of uh, of technology who who are you oh uh well you know what since i'm about to die my name is uh elizabeth frizzle and uh i'm just a net runner here and you know my brother hmm? yes i do know jerax i okay. don't know where he is right now and I can't detect him in that space, so it's possible that he's safely jacked out and is dealing with the current bozo problem that we have. Oh, bozos. If you're working with Jerax, I don't know if I want to talk to you. I don't know. I haven't spoken to my brother in a while. Well, working with, you know, that might not be the right way to put it. We, we're just kind of going in the same direction and hopefully have the same goals in mind. But it doesn't necessarily mean that we're working together. Uh-huh. What, what, what am I doing here? Good question. I think you died. You were soul killed and now your personality soul is killed? corrupt. Yes. And it's over there, again, in the other room, which, by the way, really cool that this is a genuine virtual space love that uh but we need to kind of hurry up right now because lots of bad things are happening and we don't have that much time so can you help me yeah i can i can help you there, there's a rabbit ai with it yes somewhere within this facility there is there is a revolutionary ai technology that that's that's capable of containing a lot of rogue ai that, that went off that was what i came in here to try and find it was going to make us a lot of money 
at the time. Um, I mean, that could be what we're looking for, honestly. That's exactly what we're looking for. Where's my body? If I was so killed. Uh, decomposing somewhere, I what's, don't know. What's the current date? Uh, 2077? <laughs> 2045. <laughs> 2077. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All good. 20, All good. 20, Your character would know that. Yeah. That's like two years, right, Joe? Since when Sean yeah, went in. It hasn't been that long. Two years. Oh, I don't think I've got a body anymore. Okay. Uh, I got to find a way out of here, but I, I mean. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you find the AI that we came in here for. All right. Fantastic. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for thank you for waking me up. Two years? Jesus. All right. That's in the move. I think. Yeah, we're going to move on in the initiative order, and I'm going to have Zara go ahead and take your turn while I frantically scramble up a set of Netrunner stats to represent <laughs> digital Sean Ashwater. Um, Zara, oh, current situation. Jerax just collapsed. He's just swinging dead weight underneath there. I don't know if anybody's even seen him. I don't know if he has a biomonitor installed, His, but he's under the platform. So aside from some, like, I don't know if anybody could tell he's dead, probably, but I don't know if you know he's dead. Mm -hmm. uh, current situation is Costello, the robo clown, is over here, uh, very close to death. Incredibly just mouth sparking on fire, bleeding, uh, things I'm not ever going to say ever again. <laughs> um, Gooch juicing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Abbott is right here and is significantly less damaged, has a chainsaw and a microwave gun, and is menacing Jerax, who's dangling over the edge and plugged into the server. So at this point, I'm not sure Jerax is actually dead yet. So mm -hmm. I just see the looming threat right now. I'm assessing the situation. I'm like, all right, I, I think Natalie and Jonah got this. Like, I, I'm pretty sure this guy's going to keel over any second. I don't think I need to do any finishing blows and, and, and handle that. What I definitely need to do is stop this one from microwaving my friends. So I am going to take out my heavy pistol and I am mm -hmm. going to... Wait, how many squares is that? <laughs> that's actually my movement speed um i i'm gonna move i'm gonna move back uh to get closer because i'm okay. not afraid of this guy as long as you can get yeah his chainsaw ain't nothing as long as you can get within six meters of him that's optimal range for a pistol all right so I, i'm gonna move here mm -hmm. and i am going to fire my heavy pistol at the arm that is holding the microwave. Okay, that is a called shot, which means you have to hit a 21. Now, this is a heavy pistol, not a very heavy pistol. So you yeah. get two shots. So okay. you can try twice. All right, um, I'm going to try twice. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and roll your first shot? That is just the... That's not the, just the damage. It's not damage. Yeah, you want to roll handguns. Handguns. Right. Uh-huh. Uh 
15. You needed a 21 to hit. All right. I'm not going to I'm not going to take it on the first shot. All right. So on the second shot, you just want to shoot to the body? Yeah, I'm just going to shoot to the body. All right. Go ahead and roll it. That is a hit. Roll handgun damage. Okay. And his, his armor is going to go down by two. Do you have armor piercing rounds? I forget. Yes, yes I do. His armor is going to go down by two. All right. So he only takes three points of damage because he has 10 armor left. But now his armor is down to eight. You have a little movement left. Would you like to use it or are you good? Uh... I am going to use the rest to try to get over to Natalie. I can see that she's struggling right now. I'm still in optimal range. All right. Uh, next up is Jonah. Jonah is upset, Joseph. All right. Um, now, I, I originally was going to give Bren the option of playing Jonah for the remainder of the scene, but since he is playing Sean, we're going to go ahead and proceed. So, uh, Jonah is upset. Indeed. Joseph, Jonah is upset. Um, mm -hmm. Jonah uh, sees the bloody pulp that Natalie has been reduced to and uh, mm -hmm. flies into what some might call a barbaric rage. Um, <laughs> he, what? A, like, he's got one health point left, this guy? A and little it, more than that. A little okay. more than that. Uh, Jonah's going to punch him to death. Uh, okay. Roll a brawling check. Yeah. Yeah. 16 on that. Good. How dare you? Enormous mecha clown soaks the first hit. Brawling has an attack rate of two. Go again. So so here's the thing. Uh, Natalie fired mm -hmm. a pistol before. Do pistols actually get two shots? Because that would be a question. Very then... heavy pistols. Very heavy pistols get one shot. She had just a pistol. Uh, what was the damage on the pistol? Uh, the damage on the pistol was... It was a 19 plus 10. Oh, no, that was the <laughs> no. two shots. You're right. We did that. I'm bad. Okay. Yep. So no, coming back to this one. Uh, Costello, he's got no minuses for how, like, goochless he is. Oh, yeah, he's got minuses, but it's only minus two. Oh, okay. Dang it. All right, let's do this again. Jonah's even angrier. Mm-hmm. 17. I have a minus two. Roll brawling oh damage. Um, actually, you know what? He doesn't have enough health to survive this. I can just tell you that. So please describe to me what happens to Costello. So Costello is like falling apart over it. Like, it's just awful. Just like viscera, blood, you know, blood spatter. And then Jonah just comes in here with this guy's fucking throat, right? And instead of going around like this, like everybody goes like this. Jonah comes in mm -hmm. right at the <sighs> apple with these oh. fingers and does a little laugh. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. And so like, just full on exposing the jugular. You can kind of see through to the spine and he's just gonna <sighs> de-glove that face. <laughs> okay, I, 
I thought you were gonna like yeet him into the death goo, but oh. we can go for a Mortal Kombat finisher instead. That's fine. Rachel. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> Jonah, okay. the corporate bodyguard, has always had this inside him. Is it that Jonah has it, or is that you that have it, Rachel? Is it inside of you? Listen, I've only got one hand. It can't be me. All right, you still have movement left. Jonah does. Um, okay, and then, oh, that's very good, because what Jonah's gonna do is he's gonna take, uh, whatever that skin that he can carry with him and drag it towards Abbott. Abbott, this is, this is a warning. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's Abbott's turn. Abbott is on fire and is going to take some damage. Yay. Why is it? Abbott is not yet critically injured and has a microwaver in one hand. And uh, let's see. Yeah, Abbott is gonna do the following. With gigantic mechanical strength, Abbott is going to just try to grab Jonah, just pick him up and lift him up. Roll a brawling check for Jonah or evasion, whichever is better. Let's see, Jonah. Brawling or evasion? Brawling is six, evasion is four. Fight him, Jonah. That's not good. Abbott grabs Jonah and picks him up and swings him over, holding him above the water below. At the same time, the voice on the speakers. I used to run this fucking city. I used to be the man about town. I used to have the whole combat zone hanging off my every word until you chuckle fucks and the goddamn monarch rolled along. It never had to be personal. It was always going to be business. But then you squashed me with a goddamn ice cream truck and that bald egg looking motherfucker tried to move in and take my throne. So you're going to die. Anyone who tries to stop me is going to die. I'm going to find the monarch and he's going to die. Then I'm going to come for Jim Fingers and I'm gonna rip out his fucking gooch. <laughs> oh my god. Is the monarch in there as well? <laughs> they used to call me Rex, but now they call me Pagliacci. What? Nah. <laughs> Natalie's too blood lossy to be snarky, but she would be <laughs> like, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Everybody who might possibly know anything about this is either distracted by losing their hand or literally dead right now. His, his, this is going to be the final tragedy, is that nobody in the room gives a shit about his plight. <laughs> All right, um, Jonah, roll another opposed brawling check. Oh, don't beat a 20. Oh, what are you doing no. to me? <laughs> How much luck you got? How much luck you got? How much luck does Jonah got? Uh, how much luck do you have? Jonah has none. You have Listen, three? I think you already spent some. I'm pretty sure I got two luck. Okay, yeah, well, uh, he drops Jonah. That's into water, which is good. <laughs> you play video yeah, games I... and you jump in water. <laughs> 
Yeah, but the problem is now Jonah Jonah just fell like 10 meters and he hit the water. Um, it is poisonous, so I'm going to need you to roll a resist uh, drugs and poison check for him. Uh, but it's probably not going to... Yeah, he's fine. Uh, it's not going to kill him right away. It just con conveniently removed a threat. Natalie, it's your mm. turn. You're down a hand and you're very injured. Um, I'm down a hand. I'm very injured. But a handgun only takes one hand to fire. And I'm already <laughs> prone, which is how snipers lay down to get the best aim. So... <laughs> Natalie is looking at Avid, who just dropped Jonah, the only thing she cares about aside from her virtual plants. She's gonna take a shot at Abbott. Okay, roll it. You're at, you need a 15. On account I can't do hand-to-hand -hand combat anymore. We have a minus two to this. Ooh. Okay, that's a miss, but uh, you get two shots on this because it's a heavy pistol, not a hand cannon. Yeah. Oh, that bang, wasn't better. Bang. Both go wide. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I still need to finish getting uh, Sean Ashwater ready. Again, just quick uh, stats. I could just so increase the stats of Jerax <laughs> to compensate, like with his net running and decrease everything else. Actually, yeah. Why don't you just use his um, use use his stat block, but swap your like medicine shit and your net running. Get your net running up to a five. And uh, you don't know how to use a mono katana. You don't know how to do yeah. surgery. It's interface, Feel free to right? just move around like a couple of other skill points. Uh, you're going to be up in a moment. But first, the dragon is fighting against Soul Killer. So roll a interface 1d10 plus 6 for the dragon. Nice. 15 versus... 9. Nice. Roll 6d6. Take that. 20. Okay. Soul Killer is still active. Holy moly. Hmm. And you cannot see what's going on, um, but you get a report that Soul Killer has moved. Okay. It has moved, uh, has moved ominously close. All right, none of them get turns, none of them get turns. Uh, Sean, Sean Ashwater, what would you like to do? Um, Sean is gonna immediately start searching for the revolutionary, uh, revolutionary AI. He can't recall how he got put into this particular mm -hmm. section of the architecture, but I mean, he's okay. gonna start looking around, like for one, what, who are in these containers? Okay. Roll an interface check. Okay. Uh, Should be 1d10 plus 5. All right. You do a quick pathfind, and you become aware of the, uh, of the space. I'm going to make some adjustments so that you can actually see the whole damn thing. It's going to take me a moment. But you have located the file. The file is in the room with the Shogoth. Oh. And that looks like Soul Killer. Yeah, Soul Killer is also in the room with the Shogoth. And it is on its way towards you. That was one net action, you get two more. Um, is resing a program a net action? It is. 
Sean doesn't have any pro. Well, Sean would have had programs on his old they body. But yeah, he wouldn't have any of them anymore because when no. you were downloaded, they didn't download your programs with you. Exactly. But my However, question. However. Oh. Okay. Uh, why don't you ask your question first? My question was if Jerax and Sean were identical twins, mm -hmm. and Jerax was plugged into the architecture with, mm -hmm. with, with a cyber deck, with the programs that he hasn't rezzed because he was an idiot mm -hmm. and rushed in. Could Sean take over Jarex's body? Biologically, they are the same. And technically, the only damage sustained that was physical was the toxic damage. The rest of the damage was brain damage. And I, my argument is that that fries the, the brain in terms of like the electrical signals, the synapses, but it just creates an, an empty structure. That Sean could inhabit. Mm. Excellent. Do you, do you want to try to log out? Well, we don't have the file yet, but I do need. Sean needs programs, but he doesn't have access to any programs, right? Okay, so you you want to tap in through his brain into his deck because his deck yes. is still connected to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, roll an interface check. If you succeed, you can access the programs in Jarex's deck. 14. Okay, yeah. You've you've connected. Okay, this is so weird. Um, I have access to a couple of things uh, from Jarex's deck. It mm. is... Where's my list? Ah, here it is. Armor, Wormer, Razor, Sword. Um, armor doesn't help against brain damage, I don't think, does it? I think it... Well, it wouldn't actually matter, because currently we're just trying to... I'm just trying to... We're trying to defeat... Armor lowers all brain damage by four, but yeah. You are... Yeah, and you're a program. Ah, so... You're not a, a... You don't have a brain. I don't have a brain. You're a program. But I do In have... In fact, Soul Killer... And Kraken are both anti-personnel programs, Sean. They're not anti-program programs. So, Sean, having come to that conclusion somehow, the, the force ghosts of the past somehow whisper to him, <laughs> and he goes Sean's, to... He's a much better netrunner. He'd be able to figure this stuff out. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. He's supposed to be. Um... He he searches through the cyber deck, the poor quality cyber deck that Jarex had. It would be typical of Jarex to skimp out on a cyber deck. Absolute mm -hmm. classic. Um, and he finds the sword program, which he would res and I think go to attack Soul Killer with. Okay. So, all right. You go ahead. You should be able to move freely throughout the architecture. Go ahead and move yourself up. Uh, I can't and roll move. an interface. I can't move oh, yeah, I haven't I haven't actually tied you into the character. Access. So I, I should be able to I'm a program. Mm -hmm. You're a program. I'm confused. I don't know why I don't see Jerax on here. I didn't like delete him from the unit. Oh, because he's already been renamed. That would do it. Okay. Yeah, uh, that that threw me for a moment there. Well here's Sean. Access and... granted. Do I have to? I can stand just next to the door, right? 
No, you have to move into that other space, but you should okay. be able to. Yep. And yeah, I think Jax would go for a sword maneuver. Mm -hmm. Okay, roll an interface check at plus one because the sword gives you a plus one to attack. 10. <gasps> okay. Oh, nice. Roll. What's the damage on a sword program? It should tell you. 3d6, I think. Yep. Roll 3d6. Hi. <gasps> Ooh. Good not job. Quick, I'll take the damage. Ascension, apotheosis, ascension, apotheosis, ascension, apotheosis, ascension. And as you drive this digital sword into the spiraling column of. DNA-shaped lights. It spins faster and faster until it ruptures, sending little sparkles throughout the entire network. Holy shit. And the fire we need is on this vine thing. It's, uh, it's in the same console that allows you to change which direction the door goes. Right. Then and again, this program is anti-personnel, and it does not register you as a person. You're not a netrunner, you're a program. How many more actions do I have? One. Well, then I'm just going to interact with the... with the. Um... Okay. Roll yeah. an interface check. Eleven. What? Well, yeah, eleven. You've just downloaded the cornerstone file. <gasps> and now I'm not allowed to jack out, am I? I'm not allowed to log off. I don't have any more actions. Yeah, you don't have any more actions. Okay, I would shout to Miss Frizz. We got what we came here for. Can't he Let move? Let it be known. Hmm? He can move. He can move. Oh, I can move? Okay, well, I'll move into yeah. the other room. Okay. Every single black ice in this architecture is anti-personnel. Yeah, we got go what we came, you want. We got what we came here for. At least I have the, the program. And let it be known that Sean Ashwater never fails a mission. Um, Just took you a few years. It did. Sure, two years. A um, little, bit, little bit preoccupied. Um, I need a body. Oh. Well, that hmm. might be convenient. Hmm? There, uh, I actually don't really know what happened to your brother? He where, was. Where is my brother? I act. I. I mean, I accessed his his cyberdeck to get to get these programs. Which, by the way, the man. I mean, I. He was a cheapstake back in the day, but I didn't expect him to be cheaping out this much on the equipment. Why the hell would we be delving into here with this level of programs anyway, with no knowledge of what the system? Like, what is he? Uh, an idiot? He was kind of dumb. Um, but we should say more positive things about him right now. Uh, listen, I think because if you're able to access his programs, that means that he's still plugged in. And when I recently did an interface check, I didn't detect him at all in the system. So I think he's dead. But again, solution, you could possibly transfer your personality into his cyberdeck or his brain and use his body. Maybe I actually don't know how that works. I mean, I I was never close with him, but. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in fact, I didn't like the guy that much. But the fact that he came here, he came here for me. Yes. 
was that was so much uncertainty in that response. Yes. Uh, oh. He talked well. about you positively in a good light as as this inspirational net runner all the time to me. Right. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of other people here. You have the program. You can stop the soul killer, possibly even get a lot of these souls back to people that are cryogenically frozen. Who? You need to do it soon, though. Who are these people, Joe? Um, there is, uh, I believe one of them is named Bon Bon. <laughs> They're people you feel, you've seen their faces, you don't actually, and you feel like you vaguely remind them, you vaguely remember them, because you've been trapped in this simulation loop for, like, a thousand iterations. Yeah. Uh, so you recognize their faces, but you don't, your memories are, are vague and foggy. Okay. And um, which one would be the biggest benefit to Sean Ashwater? Uh, there's a netrunner. There is a mercenary. There is a social media activist. And there's a tech. The designer of Bluebow, actually. Huh. Is that... Would there be any that... Hmm. These people must have been trapped here for a while, though. Presumably longer than yeah. Sean. Like a long time. Mm -hmm. There's no, yeah, there's no Johnny Silverhand, I don't think. You're correct. Johnny's not in here. Um, I mean, well, okay. Sean can't really do anything about that until he realizes that Jerex was holding a neural drive. Mm -hmm. um, and then he might be able to do something about it. Can, can I log off? Can I attempt to log off? Yes, roll an interface check. Oh my god. Okay, this is the moment of truth. 13. All right. Uh... This is perhaps the strangest sensation you've ever had when you log out of the system. If you've ever walked in from the snow when it's absolutely bitter cold and windy outside and you come in to a, a roaring fire and the heater's on and you, the sensation starts to come back and you feel it feels like your face is melting. This weird tingly sensation that but all across your body even your internal organs, just every single aspect. It is the strangest thing as Sean Ashwater reses into the body of his fallen brother. Oh my God. God. Literally, there's, aside from an actual identical twin, there's no way that that should work. Because like their neural <laughs> links match up or something because they're twins. <sighs> I like mm -hmm. it. <sighs> 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 What am I There's a robotic evil clown standing up directly above you on the platform with a chainsaw and a microwaver. Welcome back. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and it is the Frizz's turn. So we have the program that can stop Soul Killer. Mm -hmm. We have a solution to stop the rabid AI. Yeah, well, Cornerstone isn't going to stop Soul Killer. Cornerstone is going to help uh, restrain any rogue AI that's in the net, including rabbits. Is the origin of Soul Killer here? No. Okay. Uh, the origin of Soul Killer got blown up by the nuke that was dropped on Arasaka Tower during the Fourth Corporate War. So it's, it was created by Alt Cunningham. But there's still obviously instances of it, 
like yeah okay yeah once it was in developed it was deployed in all sorts of arasaka had like a submarine with soul killer on it so they could capture people bring them underwater download their personality and then just vanish them is there any other useful information that i have here seeing as i brought a big server with me anything that i could potentially download well, onto it if you feel like tangling with uh if you feel like tangling with the kraken down in the next room then yes otherwise you're gonna need one of jerax's drives do you want to tangle with this guy yeah okay tangle away I bring roll my... a oh sorry roll an interface check for speed I used two. Okay. You've moved in here. Roll an interface check to s download the crap out of everything. Can I also have my dragon in here too? Since it was supposed to chase <laughs> the program that it was following, which was the... Uh... No, that tracks. Your dragon would have made the run. That Thank tracks. You. And everything in here is anti-personnel uh, instead of anti-program. All right, a 10 will not be enough to download the uh I want to try again. It's... Okay, roll it. <laughs> 11. That was literally the target number. All right. <laughs> All right. You download just tons of Arasaka old fourth corporate war secrets. Just... And then I want to... I think, are you out of net actions? No, because you just moved down. And you made two attempts to grab it. I, I think you have one left, right? Yes. You want to log out? I do. All right. You log out. Your dragon derezzes when you do. It doesn't stay behind. Fair enough. All right. Welcome back to the real world where a giant mechanical evil clown is trying to kill you. Huh. All right. Zara, it's your turn. Pew, pew. I'm going <laughs> to roll handguns again twice right. with my heavy pistol. Call shot or body shot? Body shot. Roll them. Nice. That's a hit. Roll damage. Right. 13. With nice. With armor piercing. Yep. So that only does five damage, but it continues to reduce the guy's armor. It's now down to six. Roll your second attack. Great. Nice. That's a hit. Roll damage. Nine. Only three points of damage. So, you, I mean, you're whittling him down, but you're shredding his armor. It's down to a four. Do you want to move or are you good? I am going to move so that mm -hmm. I am in Abbott's way. Okay. It is Jonah's turn. Jonah, roll a uh, resist drugs and torture check for the poisonous water. 18. Yeah. He's still fine. Does he have a grapple gun? Damn right. He's got a grapple gun back on that platform. So it's his action to get here. And then he has a little movement. Next up will be Abbott, then Natalie. Uh, he's gonna move. Uh, well, you know what? Abbott's surrounded now. He's gonna run to Natalie. Okay. Kind of drag his. There you go. All right. Um, Abbott, seeing that he's completely surrounded, is going to reach into his coat pocket. 
Pulls the pin out of a grenade <laughs> and drops it at his feet. Uh... It explodes. Hmm. Oh, I'm still swinging below you. What are you? What's this guy doing? Yeah, I know. I fucking know. What is it? No, no, I know. But what? Why? Why? What? Why? Why is Abbott doing this? Abbott is here on somebody else's behalf to fucking kill Jerax and Natalie. <laughs> and as far as he's concerned, it looked like Jerax was dead, but now Jerax isn't dead. He's surrounded. He's getting shot to hell. Oh boy. And he's gonna so go ahead and just. The explosion goes off. 17 is not enough to shred the platform that you're standing on, which means, Jerax, you have cover against it. And uh, Kelly, were you on top of the platform or were you hanging underneath it? I was hanging underneath it. Okay, the two of you are all right. <laughs> Except for the cables that were holding you. Those have been severed. <laughs> Roll... Athletics checks to hang on. Um, what would Sean's be? Uh, he probably only has two ranks in it. And what's your what is Jarek's dexterity score? Five. But Jarek's also well, Sean also would be using Jarek's cyber arms. That's true. That's true. So Actually, you have the body. Two. You have the body. I have the so, body. Pretend like you only had two ranks in athletics and go I've, from there. I've just changed it, yeah. So 13. Two 11s. You're both holding on by one hand to the platform after your lines get cut. It's a good thing you had already logged out. Uh, Jonah is going to take 17 points of damage. Ah, wait, Jonah got so far away. Oh. Yeah, Jonah just got up and he's in the blast radius. <sighs> okay, 17 points of damage. Oh, I just did. I'll, I'll fix that. He takes so use his armor. He takes 17 points of damage, and his armor is ablated by two. Zara, after your armor, your armor is ablated by two. So your armor is at 11. You take six damage. Your armor goes down by two. Okay. And uh, Abbott also the same thing happens to Abbott. And it is Natalie's turn. Oh, Abbott's on fire. He's still on fire. Are there any other enemies? Like, there's the guy in the speaker, but we only see Abbott and Costello. So, mm -hmm. uh, I guess that's all we can attack right now. Mm -hmm. Hoping that my chaos is working. Oh, big hope, big hope. I, yeah, I've got stat blocks for Carlisle and Vodianov and all their hired goons, and they are tucked safely out of the way because of all that mess that you made earlier. Okay, uh, well, we're gonna, yeah, Natalie's just gonna shoot. All she can do is shoot. She's gonna shoot at Abbott. <laughs> Bleeding stump at one hand, just firing away with the other. Just a legend. Boom. An 11, uh, actually a nine, because your penalty is a miss. Roll again. But 11 is like a hit, right? Like if I got- No, it's a 13. No, okay, 13. It actually, at this range, it's a 15 to hit. So oh, okay. bang, bang, no joy. All right, Sean Ashwater, what uh -huh. would you like to do? Your your line just got cut. You're dangling above this thing. You have a very strange uh, drive in your other hand. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I feel I feel much stronger than I usually do. What would what would Sean's handgun skill be? 
well, what was his style? All Netrunners, you know, they have to be at least a little good at handguns. He has at least a rank of two in it. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, he was he was mainly a very proficient Netrunner, but outside ben, of that... Let's say he had a he had a rank of three, because he would have had a little bit of combat training. Set your handguns to three. Okay. And uh, if you want to pull yourself up, feel free to shoot. This motherfucker, I have just come back to the living after two years. I didn't ask to be decompressed and reborn into my brother's body, but you chucking grenades at me. What are you? What are you? The, bo what, what are you, the Bozo clan? What is this? What? Are I have seen so many gangs <laughs> in Night City. I, don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. I'm just holding on. Don't laugh at me. Listen, stand still, you son of a... And I'm gonna go to shoot him with the handgun. Okay, roll it. You're roll dangling hanging. off, so you have a minus one penalty on this. Okay. Uh, you missed. Fuck. Well, it was worth a shot. <laughs> I got nothing. You're house. still you're you're still warming up. You know, you're you're not used to this yeah. this meat prison. Uh, Frizz, it's your turn. I'm gonna climb up onto the platform. Mm -hmm. Is that going to take a whole action? Yes. Alright, then I'm just going to shoot him with my gun. Pew pew! Alright, climbing is an action. You can't shoot and climb in the same round. That's what, yeah, instead of climbing, I'm going to try and shoot him. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, you have a minus one, minus three, because you're hanging off the edge, and you are wounded. It's a Give me a roll. to roll. I don't even think I can. You only hit, need to hit a 15. Oh, that was damage. Okay, how All right, I... well, I mean, that's not great either. Uh, but go ahead and roll handguns. Yeah, sorry. I was a little confused. There we... Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, you hit. So your first damage was not great, but his armor's been absolutely pounded, so that actually works. Are you using AP ammo, or are you good? Or are you using normal ammo? Just normal. Okay. I want to shoot him again. Roll again. Blah, blah. Nope. Uh, minus three is 13, which is Added. what you need to hit. Oh, 13s? Okay, I thought it was a 15. Yeah, you're in range. Cool. Roll damage. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> He's reaching for another grenade when the shot rings out, and he sort of crunch onto the platform. Was that it? Is that all the clowns? Is it? She's gonna climb up. Oh. Um, should we get out of here? Yes. <laughs> that Guys, I, should. I think mm -hmm. um, Jerax is dead, but I want to introduce you to someone, and she puts her so, hand on his shoulder. You, so my brother, by the way, I'll just say this. He didn't have many friends, wasn't really the sociable type somehow managed to convince you all to come and collect me from here. Yep. <laughs> okay. That about sums it up. Yes, this was only to save you. There was no yeah. other intentions whatsoever. Don't know if I believe that, but uh, lead the way. I'm happy to be within the land of the living once more. Our heroes make their way to the surface horribly injured without any medical attention because there's not a there's not a surgeon anymore the surgeon is gone they clinging to the information that they got the cornerstone software they make their way back up to the sound of gunfire and explosions ringing out as vodyanov 
and his compatriots try desperately to dig down at one last shot at redemption with Arasaka. If they can get their hands on that information, they may be able to buy their way back into the good graces. But as the Sixth Street gang and Double or Nothing and everyone else and the nomads, the angry nomads rain down hell on them, they're left fighting a desperate besieged battle. Meanwhile, on the other side of the city, far away from there, five people walk out covered in blood down one of their own company holding in their hands the key that could lead to the resurrection of the internet or to a life of ultimate fame and luxury as they stand there waiting to make their decision the only thing they know for sure is that they made it out alive and the sun sets and the sky burns a bright red Thank you, everybody. <laughs> this has been Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy. This has been so much fun. Uh, I've I've really been uh, privileged to work with this fantastic cast of good friends and great role players. Uh, thank you so much to Do Not Peak for supporting this show for so long, giving us the opportunity to do this. Shout out to Ian, who has been handling all the production, uh, putting up with my random throws and shit posting live yeah. during our shows, which is phenomenal. <laughs> Uh, wow. Holy crap. This has been great. Thank you guys for playing with me. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything, Joseph. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you Joe, so much. The, uh, the, the door is not closed on the world of Red Sky City. Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy has come to an end, but we may return to this world again in the future. We're going to leave that door open. Uh, please be sure to follow every single member of our cast. Their handles have been in your face during every single show. Uh, We've got a lot of other things going on at Do Not Peak that we'd love your support on. Stick around for a couple of minutes because we have a sneak preview of our next project that'll be coming out in just a few weeks. Uh, but on behalf of the cast and crew and myself, thank you for watching Red Sky City and take care. <laughs>